What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 78 of the Spawncast. Another another weekend, and actually picked up quite a few people this time. Uh, we have uh, our probably the I guess the newest person here is Mr. Matty Plays. Hello, everybody. What's going on? How's it going, man? How's it going? Yeah, yeah thank you for having me. Pleasure oh, absolutely. Here. I was on the uh, the Ham Radio podcast, mm -hmm. right? That's what that's Correct. what we call it. Yes, sir. No, that was a lot of fun. So everyone should go check that out as well. That was uh, last week. Yes. Had a good good time on there, and probably working at ACG on here soon too. Definitely Absolutely. do that. I know, I know he wants to get on. He told me last night he was just like, "Oh, you're going on? I want to get on." So, here's <laughs> yeah, your next to... guest lineup. There you go. Yeah, I worked to get him on next weekend actually. And uh, what do you what do you do on your channel, real quick, just for anyone who's who's curious? I know you do. Oh, I know you did a lot of Fallout stuff because that's yeah, like I was gonna say, a lot of Bethesda content that works because next week is a Fallout 76 event. I'm going to. Um, but I've been like this this past month, man. It's just been a ton of variety. So I kind of just talk about what interests me. So if you guys are into mainly open world RPGs, that's kind of my shtick. Then um, my channel's the place to be for sure. Nice. Yeah, you do reviews on this. I used dressed up in like yeah. full sp uh, Spider Man outfit for your review. So. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, reviews are a big thing too. I like cool. doing everything. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely. Go all out with the reviews. So absolutely and uh you're you're currently working on uh are you doing a review for assassin's creed odyssey yeah yeah i've been playing that since the 20th of uh this month so ubisoft gave it really early but uh even with that i was i was stressing man i thought i wasn't gonna beat that game in time but uh i can't confirm i beat the game and i'm just playing a lot of side content now nice. there's a lot of stuff to do big game very good very good and uh actually got a new member welcome blue bolt Thank you for the membership. Appreciate it. Uh, Evan actually has some emotes that uh, that we have there, and I think I, I think there's like a certain member count you get to where you can add more. So yeah, we have a couple more slots. I'm working out what I'm yes. gonna put in there. We're working on that. Um, you guys will notice Dreamcast guy is not here. If you've been following his Twitter, he's actually at Retropalooza taking pictures with Arlo and Boogie and all kinds of people, I believe, at this point. So uh, go check that out because Arlo is making the rounds right now with a lot of YouTubers at uh, Retropalooza, and that's in that's in Texas. I. I believe, right? Right, Sean? That's Texas. Yeah, that's Texas. Yeah, okay, cool. And as you, as you hear him now, Sean, RGT85 is here. What's going on, Sean? How's it going? Good, good. Just hanging out. Good to hear. Good to hear. And then uh, Rax. Rax returns to the to the podcast. What's going on, Rax? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me again. Yep, absolutely. And uh, Rob, Rob just popped in. Rob, can you hear us? I did, yes. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear pretty well. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, Sounds like I made it just in time. Sorry about that, guys. Oh no, no, you're fine, man. You're fine. Google. The one thing about Hangouts that I'll give it credit for is it's actually fairly easy for people to pop in and out. So yeah, I'll, I'll give them I'll give them credit on that. Um, good to have you there, Rob. Good to have you. I figured yes, you wanted to be here ready. since since Reggie was wearing a, a a Metroid shirt. I figured you wanted yeah. to be here. So <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that T-shirt, man. It's my favorite thing. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> and uh, OJ is is back with us. What's going on, OJ? Hola, cómo estás? Hey good to see you. And Nate, Nate, of course, uh, Direct Feed Games here. What's going on, man? Not too much, as always, without a camera, so the chat can complain. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you rather people try to figure out what you look like on Reset Era? Isn't that their thing? <laughs> exactly. They all think I'm Nate Drake, so. <laughs> I, think uh, I think you take pleasure in people not knowing. I think you, you, you sounded pretty cool. Like you're like, yeah, people complain that they can't see me, you know. <laughs> I gotta, almost turned the camera on for tonight, and then I was like, you know what? No. Oh, wait. I'm gonna like <laughs> hype this up. You should get a picture of like that your your profile picture there. Turn your camera on, just point it at that, and then at the end, just move it just to freak people out. I actually used to have my Facebook picture as my license. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got a, a, another new member, uh, Princess Bowsette, with what is very close to being the actual canon picture of her. Very good. Thank you. Uh, 
Princess Bowsette. Welcome, welcome. And uh, yeah, so everyone is here. OJ, like I said, uh, 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 we have um, Dreamcast guy at Retropalooza, but then everyone else, everyone else here tonight. Uh, I guess Dreamcast guy will be back next weekend. So what's uh, what's everyone been playing? We'll get into that before we talk about some of the topics we have lined up. What's uh, what's everyone been up to this this past week? Because there's actually been a couple games that have come out, um, and I know Nate's been playing a few because I saw some of his comparisons and stuff. What's uh, what's everyone been up to? I've been playing Star Fox Adventures. What's everyone else been up to? No, I'm just kidding. Why? Because it's a good-ass game. It is a great game. I'm with you. It's, it's fantastic. I, it's not a Star Fox game. But, I mean, it, the thing about Star, if Star Fox Adventures was announced today as a brand new game for the Nintendo Switch, people would be like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Just like they fucking do with every Austin, you know, yeah mario zelda game like it's a good ass game yes it's not a traditional star fox game but as an action adventure game it's super fun it still looks great i'm playing it um with the gc hd adapter it has widescreen mode you know already in it so it, fantastic absolutely love that i played it for like three four hours today I'll, I'll be i'll be honest i actually liked that game a lot back in the day um Same. but of course i played that animal crossing and metroid prime a lot so there you go mario sunshine i was a big gamecube person back in the day it's a good system until i got the original xbox then it was all halo halo all the time so i yeah, see uh, i've never i've never played it I, i'm looking up pictures of it right now I've, I've never played this one i've only played star fox assault which i i don't know if that's an unpopular opinion but i really like that one uh, uh, too. if you've never played it you should go back and play it and do like a retro review of it mm. that would be fun i'd be interested to see uh, that see the, the, take the, on it. the interesting thing about star fox assault is that when it came out people were like meh and then like later it became popular <laughs> and it was like oh it's great but when it came out People weren't raving and ranting about Star Fox Assault, you know, and all that. So that's yeah, not the funny thing about that game. Assault mm. is also a Namco pre-Bandai merger, I think. It's like one of the last, like, when mm -hmm. uh, Soul Calibur 2 was coming out, Star Fox Assault was one of those last games they made before they became Bandai. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, pretty crazy. What, what, yeah, what Star Fox Adventures is an underrated game, man. It's like mm -hmm. a weird game with a weird history. Like Sean was saying, it's really beautiful for a GameCube game. Like those fur physics or the fur graphics was like, Something everyone was super into when it came out. It looked awesome. What made you pop that back in, Sean? Um, I randomly got it in a retro game treasure, even though I already have it because I'm terrible with my checklists. And I was like, you know what? I haven't played this game in so damn long. I wonder if I like it still. And I just I can't stop playing it. Like it's just so much fun. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, I did I forgot to introduce Evan actually, because I see him here all the way on the right. What how's it I mean, that's fine. Now? How's it going tonight? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Playing what competitive you, what, games all week, basically. So kind of salty, but kind of happy at the same time. Because, you know, uh, win some, you lose some. Anything good? Are you still on For Honor? Uh, no, not right now. Uh, all my friends got back into Overwatch, and I'm just playing with them. Oh, okay. Just playing Overwatch. Very good. Very good. And you you have um, the the podcast and everything uh, uploaded to uh, Patreon every yep. night, right? The video cast every, 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 every weekend we, you do yeah. that? Usually within two hours of us oh. being off air, it's up. And then they can also get uh, the podcast in audio form. Uh, where can they do that? SoundCloud. iTunes? SoundCloud. 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 Yeah, I think it's on iTunes, iTunes as well. All through SoundCloud and iTunes and all that. Yeah. All right. Very nice. Very nice. There you go. If you guys want to keep up to date with that, you can download it on iTunes, listen on your phone, computer at work when you're supposed to be working, <laughs> all that. All that. Very good. Very good. Uh, what about what about everyone else? What, what else have we been playing, guys? I've been uh, I'm not playing like the most most current stuff, but most of the last month has been pretty much dominated by Spider-Man. Same. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so Spider-Man is just so good. What I'll say about Spider-Man is I think that when I first started that game, 
I it kind of like hit me like the amazingness hit me like the same way Breath of the Wild did where I was like, dude, this world is crazy. It's huge. I can't believe the things that this game is letting me do. And it's beautiful. And I was like, I was like so excited. And it's still probably the second best game I've played this year. But what's interesting about Spider-Man, and I don't know if any of you guys agree, is like the difference between that and Breath of the Wild, for example, is like Breath of the Wild, like the depth of the game and the combat, like kept going and kept increasing and getting kind of like better and better as I went. And Spider-Man, even though it is awesome, I kind of felt like, once it hits you with that wall of holy crap this huge city and i can swing like spider-man it's awesome like the the simpleness of the game and the world kind of really hits you and it's almost like it thins out a little bit as you go so it's not like it's bad because i do love doing all the stupid missions and the stealth the stealth kills and not like the fisk construction missions and Mm -hmm. stuff it's so fun but i've realized as it goes it's like it's almost like well there's not as much to do as it first seemed when i started it and then like a breath of the wild like i said I think, I, yeah, I think what you're describing is something I, I noticed as well in Spider-Man. Um, and if I, if I had done like a full review, I actually started writing one. And that was one of the things I came up with was it, it does kind of suffer from like what open worlds generally suffer from, which is, yeah. uh, you know, they put a, they put a lot of stuff on the map, but it's not like the deepest not unique, stuff. Really, when you look yeah. at it, you know, yeah. like you're collecting backpacks, you're doing bases. Um, but I, I think it's that point A to point B traversal that really aids the game and, and, and makes it, um, that type of activities because the other thing is that nothing really overstays its welcome so i felt like I despite oh I've, I've done this before i've climbed the big towers and you know got all the waypoints on the map um mm-hmm. that there was just something more enjoyable but more enjoyable about it granted i'm a huge spider-man fan though so i might have a little yeah. little bias <laughs> i think well i mean i th- i think because the missions were very short too they're not long like i think True. the longest ones were like those either the bases or the research missions but they were yeah. pretty quick. Really, I mean, the game hangs its hat on the web swinging, to be honest. And like, to me, mm-hmm. that is like so good. I feel like if the game was just like a web swinging simulator, I'd probably still love it. It's it's that fun to do. And it's like it's just a polished game. So mm. I actually Let's started running into like a lot of bugs at the end. <clears throat> like when I started, I, I 100% of the game. And like once I got towards, um, I want to say maybe like around like 85 to like 90% through the game, I started like having to for example one of the the sable points that you need to like beat up all the guys one of the guys i could not find like at all and i kept looking on the on the map and everything and i saw the red dot and i'm like i'm like right above him and then all of a sudden i see a gun stick out the wall and i'm like i really i'm like really i have to go beat up the wall um so like i ended up having to fight this guy through the wall and at some point i was like running on the side of a building and all of a sudden i was inside of the building like i i think i posted it on twitter too um, like I was like inside, trapped inside the building. I was just like, "What the heck is going there on?" There are some I weird glitches. Yeah, right, right towards the end, and I didn't see any in the beginning. Um, so I just don't know what the heck happened there. But hmm. interesting. With, with games that size, it's almost like unavoidable to have something creep up. You know, open world. Yeah, games. it was just like yeah. a lot of it all at the end. It was just really weird because like yeah. I, I didn't experience anything in the beginning, and then towards the end, it was just like almost every 10 minutes i was like running into something i was like what the heck is going on weird i haven't but, even gotten to the end yet so i'm curious if i see that that's co- rex that's that's called crunch time in the game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh you haven't you, see you haven't finished it yet rob no Ooh. i probably i mean i'm probably i don't know i'm really far but i'm not quite done with it. <sighs> that ending man I, you you want to get yeah the ending was I good heard, <laughs> i heard there's a post credits thing in it 
Yes. Yeah. It, it feels yeah. that's the that's when it feels the most like a movie. Like when you get to there, yeah. you're like, OK, yeah, this felt like Sweet. just a whole other Spider-Man movie. Um, and it does it does leave room for a sequel. So I, I heard I heard today on a podcast that apparently the amount of money that it made in its first week was like 80 million dollars more than Spider-Man yes. Homecoming, the movie made in its first weekend. So incredible. Yep. Yep. Incredible. Yep. I mean, well, you also got to look at it because a movie tickets like ten dollars and the game's like yeah, 60, but, but you know, exactly. Still. They, <laughs> they they charge way more. But one thing that's interesting is that like there's going to be DLC for that game, right? Like, yep. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm kind of holding out for a, a complete edition, you know, before I start to get into that because I mean, I like Spider Man, but I like Venom more. So if they ever made a Venom game, uh-huh. like day one, I'd be like all over it. But oh, um. Yeah. I'm waiting, kind of waiting to see if, like the complete edition that they do because I think they'll come. I think they'll come at some point. Like, I you probably really like uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, that game where you could switch to Venom and like run around the world and like eat people and stuff. That's my favorite Spider-Man game. Right, there, we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. There you go, man. Maximum Carnage is a pretty sweet one too. You can oh, play yeah, that's that's my that favorite. That's my yeah. second favorite Spider-Man. Game. <laughs> yeah, maximum Carnage is good. Yeah, if you hold out OJ for the for the game of the year edition, whatever, you'll you'll be happy you did. You'll save money and you'll get it's a really kick-ass game. You'll dig yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just I'm 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 holding out for that. Although, you know, I did that with Horizon Zero Done and it's still sealed up in my room. That thing is still sealed up, man. It's still sealed, and I feel bad. I should just gotta, stop. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get on that thing, man. That's a good I game do. too, yeah. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> oh man, that's that's good. Uh let's see. Uh, Nate, you were playing Dragon Ball Fighters, right? Yeah, I've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters, FIFA 19 on Switch, Forza Horizon 4, whole bunch. Oh, you got of Horizon stuff. 4? I didn't get that one yet. I want to play. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that on the. Or no, no, I've Game Pass. I'll just download it on the. Yeah. Second. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want to play Horizon 4. I like the demo a lot, so I'm I'm in for that. Um, but uh, is that is it, I guess the reviews are out for that now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you could you could talk about it and everything. I think I got a 92 on Metacritic, right? Yeah, it's around there. there. That's that's pretty good. I mean, I know it's a racing game. That's that's pretty good. I like the Horizon series a lot more than the regular Forza games. So I'm 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 getting that. I'm be playing that a lot actually. Um, what do you, what do you think about Fighters though on the on the Switch, Nate? I mean, the port is a damn fine effort. It has some frame drops here and there, especially when you're doing like the special attacks. But mm-hmm. overall, I mean, the game plays well. It, it there's really no technical issues where I don't think anyone's going to play and say, "Oh, this is unplayable." Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think I think my biggest problem is is that there's no D-pad on that Joy-Con. I actually haven't had any problem playing the game with the disjointed D-pad. Really? Even though it's like all rolls and everything. No, I just. I mean, maybe just because I mean my thumb might just be big enough where I'm catching the two buttons mm. at the same time. But it's, wow. it's not like that complex of. A <laughs> Why are you guys using the Joy-Con to play a fighting game like that? That's what I want to know. You got to use something else. You got to use Pro Controller. You got to use the poking tournament controller you gotta use something mm. else no i mean i guess because i'm thinking more because if it's like in handheld mode and yeah like some people like the idea of just pulling uh, it out that's of what the i'm thinking and playing it i'm like yeah, if, you, if you got a pro controller yeah i know you don't sean that, that's the craziest thing to me that's the craziest thing i do have that i do have that zelda d-pad controller that i'm probably going to review tomorrow though from hori so that'll be fun yeah i don't know how you don't have a pro controller sean i've like i've two two uh, and then uh, yeah because i gave one evan i don't have a pro controller either really you guys, don't, like, I only have one companies just, is at my house. Companies like, oh. just mail controllers everywhere. Like I, I had too many controllers at one point. I'd like get rid of them. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's interesting, Sean. You don't have a pro controller yet. That's like a necessity for docked play. I, I never. I just, I don't know. I like the stupid 
joy cons and the little dog face thing i think it works well and it's all i've used and it's all i want to use that's amazing you're gonna get one for smash <sighs> no I, I play smash like an idiot anyways like i don't I don't care about competitive stuff. Like if I lose, I'm going to lose anyways. So um, <laughs> I, I just play for fun. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I have I have no chance of winning. You should get that. You should get that Smash themed one, man. That one actually looks all right. It's yeah, I, I, very minimal. I they're all they're all seventy or seventy five, right? The Joy Cons, yeah. The no, the um, the pro the pro controllers, controllers. yeah. I got my Splatoon one. You should get you should get this one, Sean. You should get this one, the Super oh, Nintendo one. Sick. Yeah, you I, made that right. Yeah, yeah. Like you put the shell on it. I remember watching that video. Yeah, it's it's actually not too bad to do. I think I got too many. Yeah. I'll have three with the because I have the special edition for Smash, and I already have the regular one, and I have the Xenoblade Chronicles Two Pro controller. So I'll have three by December. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem with controllers at times. Like I'm, I'm I want to I want to buy that Xbox One Elite controller, but I know that sec- uh, version too. I know it's I know it exists. I I just want to know when they're announcing it. Talking about the white one. No, there's there's a there's an elite. All right, uh, there's an Xbox One Elite controller they haven't announced yet, and I'm, I'm a new one, oh. V2, and I'm waiting for them to announce it because then I'll buy it. But like, Xbox, I want, Xbox, I want the Elite controller. Literally the only company who releases and announces more controllers in fucking games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, that, that's not even an exaggeration. Like, no, that's, not. That's, that's actually truthful. Like, good God, man! Focus. <laughs> yeah, but the elite the, but the elite controller is the one thing they haven't like done a new one for. It's still the same elite controller. Well, they did that what? Gears one, right? But I mean, like they're 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 doing like a uh, did they do a an elite? There Gears was like there? there was like a Gears themed. I didn't know if it was an elite yeah. or just a regular controller. It's oh, a regular it's one. Regular. I have it. Yeah, it's a regular okay. one because Microsoft has sent that to me, and yeah, it's it's got like a little couple of claw marks on like the right side yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, but yeah. no i think i think there was another one too all right for the elite yeah i'm gonna look it up now because now you guys got me confused <laughs> what about uh what what about what about uh racks what have you been playing man uh just been, been been playing a lot of spider-man um i've been playing a lot of the dracula x chronicles on my psp just because like that whole announcement where they started raiding it and then they announced requiem or whatever yeah um, just maybe want to go back to that so i've been playing that and spider-man really i played a little bit of dragon quest that one's really i like the graphics on it. it's really nice I had, to, I had to put that one to the side when i got yeah. uh when i had Mega Man and uh, i got dragon ball fighters and everything when i had Mega Man center i had to put that aside but i'm i think 50 I, last i checked i was i think 52 hours into it so i'm almost done um dragon quest 11 but i like it a lot that was actually a game i was i was thinking about uh reviewing because i really like the game you should, because I'm curious on your thoughts. Because I, I was—I've never played a Dragon Quest game. I played like a demo when I was a kid on like a—it was like the demos that discs that came in the PS2 magazines. Yeah, I like played one of the Dragon Quest games on that, but that was about it. So I'd be curious because okay. I've heard—I've heard, I've heard uh, a lot of people say it's good, but it's it's traditional almost to a fault but it's for old it's for old people like me. So <laughs> yeah, the, the only Dragon Quest game I played was. Like the weird Wii launch title game that was like slime shooter or something. Do you, any of you guys remember that? It's a really dumb gimmicky, like, I don't know, like Gen, like literally like the first month the Wii came out, where I like, I was like so pumped for the Wii and the controller, and I thought every game was going to be incredible. And I got that Dragon Quest game, and I was like, this is not incredible. This is really, really bad. Dragon Quest like, Swords? 
Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. So. Yeah, you were just like it was like really bad waggly stuff, and so that was the only Dragon Quest game I've ever. Oh played. no, this one this yeah. one reminds me more of Dragon Quest Eight from the PS2, which I really liked as well. Sure, like the legendary awesome games. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I would check I would check this one out if you want if you want like a classic old school JRPG. That's it. It's um, funny because it, it launched like right next to Octopath Traveler in a way, which is like another classic, mm -hmm. almost to a fault. I think it launched it launched on the same day as Spider Man. I think even. If I remember, right. no, same week, same week, same week. I'm sorry, same oh, week. So see, there was a there was a Gears Elite. It looks like. Oh, okay, it. okay, yeah. All nope. right. Hmm. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Elite V2. I think they're going to add USB C and some other stuff to it. So <laughs> I'm waiting on that. Waiting on that. And if I buy one now, they're going to announce it tomorrow. That's how it works. So not not getting into that. Thanks, Wishbone, for the five. We're going to actually do super uh, chat answers uh at the uh 10 10 p.m 10 p.m and uh yeah in, in dojimbo i actually have the um the satisfied grip over there for the switch and i actually have that almost that review almost done as well so i have to review that and then the d-pad uh for the left one satisfy sent that out of nowhere so i need to look at that because that's for people who don't like the direction of the switch joy cons it makes sure so your your thumbs don't get sore or anything on it hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I what have I been playing? I'm playing Mega Man Eleven, which I guess I'll try to have a review out for that Monday or Tuesday. Dragon Ball Fighters, Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm, I'm trying so hard to get done that. Um, and Tomb Raider. Mm. Tomb Raider. I was going to bring up Tomb Raider. Actually, I've been playing that as well. Mm, it's not as good as Rise of the Tomb Raider. I feel like that. It's <laughs> kind of disappointing. Right? It's like, weird. I well, no, I was playing and I was like, this is so weird. This is not. And I looked at the box and I was like, ah, Crystal Dynamics. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is this is not this is not. Uh, I think it's the weakest one in the whole trilogy. Of the new, of the newer era, it definitely the three is. the yeah. three. Yeah, I think it's the yeah. weakest one. Visually, yeah, it's yeah. great, uh, but like, it's a lot of puzzle solving. That well, see, I don't know what Tomb is always about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's it's it's. I agree. There's like. It's weird. Like I went so long without seeing an enemy at one point. And I'm like, what is, mm -hmm. what is going on yeah, right now? <laughs> not a lot of combat, and it feels like I don't want to say it feels thin, but it it just feels like I'm you're kind of just like trudging through the game in a straight line, kind of just like why am I here, kind of thing. Like it's not bad, right? But it doesn't feel like the first two games felt like you were doing something awesome the whole time, and this one just kind of feels like. You're just sort of like wandering through this game and you're like, I guess I'm Lara Croft and I guess I'm doing stuff. And it's weird, mm -hmm. right? I, I don't know. That's the kind of the way I feel about it. It's not bad. It's just very I, underwhelming. I noticed that from all the stupid trailers they were releasing like every day. Yeah. Like I was covering it and I was like, I don't know about this game. They started just releasing a bunch of trailers, just Laura just jumping, Laura walking. Yeah. Laura looking at something. That's the game. Laura swimming underwater. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, I'm not covering this game anymore. And then everyone started playing it. And I was like, oh, okay. I see. I started watching it on Twitter. I'm like, okay, this is not. I, I me, knew this game was gonna be like me, that, you know. Maddie, did you did you play through all the way through it, Maddie? Yes, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do and I, I hate to hear what I'm probably about to hear. Uh -oh. Do the dual pistols ever show up? The good question. Huh. No, not from what I saw. Boo. I hate this game. <laughs> yeah. That was the coolest oh. part about the end of the first game was when she gets those dual pistols, and I was like, oh. Oh, "This whole trip, this whole series of games is going to be great now." And they're not here. What are they I'm, doing? I'll be verified just for you, but I like I, I played it. I beat the story. I did some side stuff. I'd never encountered that, that should have been a big like point at 
towards the end of the game, not at the end of the game. They should have had like, you know, a few missions where you have them. That should have been yeah. like a big point. And then new game plus should have been you going through back through the game with your dual pistols. Oh, wow. There's hands. actually a article by video games, 24 seven titled Lara Croft's dual pistols won't be returning in shadow of the tomb Raider. So uh, <laughs> they, they confirmed it way ahead of launch. <laughs> my gosh. All right. All right. Well then. Okay. Uh, those dual, I mean, the dual pistols aren't, you know, iconic or anything like that for, for, for Lara Croft. So that's fine. I want to see your wheel dual bow and arrows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Rob, <laughs> some people saying you were a little low in the chat. I don't know if you turn your microphone up slightly oh. at all. Yeah, um, I can do that. And I'll talk a little closer. I bet that sounds better too. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so that's pretty much been my week, but Mega Man 11, I'm trying to get power through now, but I actually did buy Dragon Ball Fighters physically on the Switch, and I'm a little annoyed that they don't have reverse cover art because Dragon Ball has some awesome artwork, and they didn't even opt for that, which is weird. Um, I thought someone in chat was saying the European one did. Uh, well, like Dragon Quest 11 has reverse cover art, which is awesome, but none for Dragon Ball Fighters. It's so weird. I don't know why. Um... No manual, no nothing, obviously. Just a plain white background. So, oh, well, what about OJ? You still doing Torna? Yeah, I'm still doing that. It's far. There's far more stuff if you try to get 100% than I thought. I just got done with the slew of side quests, all that just popped up um, once you uh, do something, once you get to the capital. And then there's just like a bunch of side quests, and I did all that, and I'm like, oh, wow. So I'm at nearly 50 hours, and I still got about 40% left to do. But I'm almost done. With all the, I just need a couple more like communities and stuff like that, and then I'll be done. And then I'll have my, I did like a, I did like a, a talk about the game, like a discussion, um, and then I'll have my review for it probably next week. I'll be done next week. So nice, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on that after my Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm on Torna, um, so we're we'll rolling through that. I've got a new rule that I can't, I can't buy a game until I beat a game. So. Oh, dude, if I had that rule, I'd be in trouble sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm doing my, I'm doing my best, guys. I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, you need to do this more, you need to do that." I'm like, I know, but I, I can't, I can't sit there with like Halo Five. Halo Five is still wrapped up, guys. So you got to realize, you gotta, oh man, you gotta sympathize with me, okay? Halo Five is that's how far my backlog goes, oh, man. man. Back to Halo Five. So, well, yeah. Oh man! But yeah, that's all, that's all I've been playing. Playing Torn. It's it's amazing. Right. It's the best. It's the best Xenoblade game that they've ever made. Oh, so. nice, nice. Is that going to be nominated next to Xenoblade? Or is Xenoblade Chronicles two and then Torna going to be both in the RPG category for the video game awards? They, yeah, they both. Yeah, they Did both they can that? be there. Yeah, I guess they can because it's standalone skew. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a standalone, by. and oh. then Xenoblade two is there as well because it came out December past the game awards. So, so yeah, what, they're they're probably both going to be maybe maybe they'll both be there. I'm not so sure. OJ, do you have like a feeling on like if Torna itself is better than like the base game or is it just all one thing in your brain? Torna's Torna's better than the base game. It is like the better uh, game. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be checking that one out. I'm, I'm excited to get back into Xenoblade. So, yeah, uh, I'll be, I'll definitely be on that. Um, all right, cool. So we got everyone there. Uh, let's jump into some of the topics here. Uh, PlayStation Experience—they actually are skipping this year, which is interesting because I think they've done this every year now since 2014. Am I thinking right? It's—I know it's been a couple of years that they've been doing it, mm-hmm. um, and then they—they they pretty much showed up on their blog and said, yeah, we're not doing it this year because essentially they don't, I, I guess they don't have enough to show or they don't want to raise expectations or they don't want to have to show up and say that they weren't able to let you change your PlayStation network names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's interesting that they're not doing this because last year, I don't know if you guys, did you guys watch it last year? I did a stream for it and it was fairly 
boring <laughs> um, when they the were doing it. thing they did, which is they were just sitting on couches kind of chatting or something. Yeah, right? like Greg Miller did a good job with it and everything to try to keep it yeah. interesting. But like it was fairly boring. Yeah, boy, wasn't that the situation where they kept saying that all their games were being pushed back? Like that's what uh, I remember they were talking. They talked about how that's where they said Days Gone was a 2018 game. And it's, it's obviously not. But uh, that's when we heard more about God of War. And then we heard about Medieval, which I haven't seen anything about oh, since yeah. then yeah right oh yeah oh wow yeah <laughs> uh haven't seen i was actually excited about that still yeah. have not seen it I, from what i've heard it's more fun to go to than actually watch on stream because you actually play a lot of games while you're there mm-hmm. um but right. they're not they're not showing it they're not doing it which made me wonder if they just they're pretty much focused beyond what we know of now for the first party stuff yeah. for next generation at this point yeah ps5 for sure is that is that what is that what everyone is is kind of reading into this as the PlayStation experience isn't there? So like I, I think we're pretty confident because I've talked to you even Nate when we speculate about it uh, that their first parties developers are pretty much moved on to PS5 probably as as early as uh, like the end of last year at this point. Oh, even before that. I mean, you can yeah. tell by their E3 showing. Yeah, that's was, that's a good point. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that we they had either already announced the year prior, and now to host like the PlayStation event at the end of the year, there's really no need to because you're going to show the same games you just showed at E3. And with the video game awards, if you want to show Death Stranding or Ghosts, they can just talk to Keeley, and I'm sure he'll love to have world exclusive. Oh, Keeley's definitely getting he's definitely getting Death Stranding there. So we'll be yeah, even yeah. more we'll be even more confused in December again. <laughs> Well, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in the game, actually. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that, yeah, you're right. That pretty much takes that off the table because uh, it, it's just interesting to see them just completely, completely skip it. Um, Sean's having an issue with his microphone. Sean? Uh-oh. Penis. Are we back? Oh, there we go. <laughs> there All right. Uh, my headset mic isn't working, so we'll, st- we'll switch to the snowball. Oh, yeah, we can hear you fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, Sean, what do you think about PlayStation Experience skipping? Did you watch it last year? No, I, I figured. I mean, it, honestly, it can't be worse than Inside Xbox, which is the, the worst. The last show. Inside Xbox was pretty good, though. Did you no. watch that one? That no, one was actually I, good. I can't sit through those, man. They're mind numbing. It was like, I think it was like an hour long, and they actually, actually announced a lot of stuff. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Like, obviously, the PlayStation 4 is sort of on its way out. PlayStation 5 is on the horizon. They can't show anything from the PlayStation 5. So, yeah, it's just easier to do that. Mm, so now everyone, I don't know if you guys looked on online on Twitter and everything. Now everyone's like, ah, oh, PlayStation 5 is 2019 then. No. I, I, I don't think the system is, but because of the delay, I think that the announcement's going to be next Yeah, year. I think we'll That's hear about it. I think. Yeah, I don't like think, I, I think that makes sense. Yeah, like the official thing from Sony. I mean, it's tough because when they announced the PS4, it was the same year. It was like, I think, February 2013. They had an event and announced it. And then it was later in November, the same year they sold, they like released it. But this feels like something where they might later in the year actually officially confirm it and maybe do another event. And then 2020 would probably be the year it would launch. Yeah. I mean, also, we've, we saw, you know, a, a console launch in March with the Switch. So they don't necessarily sure. need to do holiday if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, they could they could be, you know, earlier in the year. And actually, I think it kind of worked out because if you remember one of these systems launch in like November, it's usually hard to get these things up through Christmas even. Like there's yep. usually, you know, they have to keep shipping stuff out. Whereas uh, like, like it worked out fairly well for the switch. Whereas when Christmas came around, it wasn't super difficult to get it. Cause they got their 
you know, yeah. they're 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 well, no just spending. Out. Yeah, no one's spending money on other stuff like TVs or other video games or just normal mm. presents. You know, like for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Like people in March when the Switch came out, that was the only thing that really anyone would go buy. But in November, if a system comes out, well, everyone's also shopping for like their family and the other video games and stuff. So mm. it was pretty smart to do that. And I, I kind of agree with you. Like Sony might be the next company to jump on that earlier in the year time slot, maybe to launch a console. That'd be pretty cool if they did. So are you guys thinking like they announce it or tease it in E3 next year and then like maybe they use next year's PlayStation Experience event to really go in on the game and the system yeah. itself? I would be surprised. I think it's going to depend if they hear that Microsoft is going to present there with their stuff like mm. Scarlet. So I think it's going to come down to that, uh, which we'll actually talk about their event a little later on because that could also uh, throw a monkey wrench in the Sony's plans as well, but I think it's going to come down to that. They're going to try to figure out if Microsoft's presenting there, and then they will as well. Um, but it's going to be more about when they come out because I mean, the Scorpio or the Xbox One X had how long of a buildup? Like a like a year and a half or something like that buildup. So it could, I mean, it could be interesting to see that. I mean, they had no problem destroying their Xbox sales for like a year because everyone was just waiting on the X or the Scorpio to buy one. Um, so they, I mean, they could do that. They could announce an E3 and then PlayStation experience, do some more stuff. And then it comes out March to follow 2020 or something. Um, that would be, that would be fun. I would like that actually, because man, the holiday rush for those things is such a pain when it's brand new. It always has been when stuff comes out in November, which it's been like that forever. Such a pain to get them, um, in the holiday season. You, you gotta be pre-ordering those things. Well, it also seems like the big thing now is more for companies to like announce like it, they could do it at E3 for sure. But it kind of feels like companies are more into having their own events to do it. You know, like even true. Nintendo did it for the Wii U people. cut. Or actually, wait, I'm sorry. That's not true. That's not true. They did announce that at E3, but then they had a separate event before it launched. But sure, like the Xbox One and PS4 for sure did have their own events to do it. And then Nintendo did it for the Switch for sure. So mm. I don't know. tough call. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I would like to. I would like to see a return to form at E three, where two big console manufacturers show up and they and they battle it out on the stages Let with them insistence. fight. Yeah, yeah why not? Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, I if think those get a repeat of the twenty thirteen E three battle thing. That'd be cool to see that again. I think that I think they hate that though. To be honest, I honestly think that Sony and Microsoft they want the day to themselves. Like, yeah. we're gonna announce this, and everyone's gonna want the. I mean, Nintendo's been saying that forever. Like, like, well, screw you guys. You know, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do our own event. You know, we don't want to have that just because there's only X amount of journalists or people who cover. You know, and they might miss things like miss announcements and stuff if you have to cover all these different things, you know. So I mm -hmm. think they're going to do separate events like okay. to really yeah. hype it up and make the whole day about PlayStation 5 or Xbox, next Xbox or whatever. Yeah, they could they could definitely do that. Um, and during Inside Xbox, Sean, like I was talking to you about that, they actually had some announcements there other than keyboard and mouse, keyboard and mouse supports coming to the Xbox one. Um, they announced uh, XO. It's an event they used to do. Wow, years and years ago they used to do this uh it, just for reference they have made some large announcements at these they announced i remember fable being announced at one of these but i do remember i also oh remember boy. i remember halo 2 was announced at one of these which was a big deal and they also announced the rare acquisition at one of these so hmm. they actually show up with actual announcements that are large um and this is this is actually announced inside xbox phil spencer announced that xo it's taking place in November, and it's going to be in Mexico City, which was interesting. Um, but XO is taking place in November. Uh, let me get the exact 
date, but there will be, according to them, a very important, a very special inside Xbox Live oh, there. Yeah. And it, it sounds like they have something lined up for that. Uh, November 10th, actually. Okay. Uh, I'll be live streaming it here, of course. But uh, uh, it's, I think it's going to be good. I think there's going to be some interesting stuff there. Um, and I've talked to a lot of people about this because I've been trying to figure out what's going to happen here. Um, this should be like their E3, essentially. Or like people will watch like PlayStation Experience. I think this is going to be bigger than a PlayStation Experience. I think it's going to be more along the lines of like games and announcements as opposed to people sitting down in chairs and talking about like developer stuff uh this sounds like it might be more on in line with like a nintendo direct kind of just long probably a little longer um but it's going to be uh two two o'clock to four that's central standard time uh so it's gonna be two hours what do you guys what do you guys think they're gonna be doing here because they get they actually seem to walk right into this because play no playstation experience this year um just xo it's maybe interesting some of these games that they've been working at, like they did just buy all those studios. So maybe there's like going to be some announcements of games that they've got. Yes, uh, real quick. Phil Spencer said there'll be new announcements from both first party in addition to those from third party developers. And during inside Xbox, Phil Spencer actually did bring up things like the Halo 2 getting announced at one. And he also mentioned the rare acquisition at one, which is also making people wonder if there will be another studio hmm. acquisition announcement at one. At this thing sounds like that's the only case based on what you just told us mm-hmm. in terms of big news yeah. crackdown three release date baby <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that game holy shit it's uh it's coming, it's coming out the same day as uh days gone right for now yeah <laughs> I think that's like what february 22nd it's coming out february, the same day yeah. as that metro yeah. exodus comes out on that day um, anthem, oh, anthem comes out on that day, like what? <laughs> day <ever. laughs> it makes no shit. sense but yeah. microsoft doesn't care because it's on game pass oh yeah no, they don't care yeah. <laughs> they don't care <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna tell us how many people are playing the game not how many people have bought the game um so yeah that's that's gonna be fun but xo is coming up november what do you guys think here because i've seen things ranging from little things like uh, uh, maybe a, a little third party game to all the way up to Scarlet possibly being announced here. Uh, I, you, nah. Grease I proof we, consoles. I think we'll see a tease for Scarlet. I think we will too, actually. That's it. Like they'll tease it might show a like proof of concept of what the console may be doing, but then it's just going to be, I mean, they're not going to show the new perfect dark. No, that's that's that still the has I think that's, fable. They're not, not going to show that. Those are launch year games yeah, for the are, Xbox. Yeah. yeah, those are for next year. Yeah, I think I think Perfect Dark still needs at least another year before they show it anyway. Yeah, I mean the rumored, the the alleged Perfect. Yeah, Dark. I should have wink, wink, the rumored wink, wink. Perfect Dark and <laughs> Fable game. <laughs> the alleged Perfect Dark. <laughs> yeah, they had. Um, I think the year before last at E three, it would have been they had that little like five minute uh xbox one x video remember and i can't remember if this was still when it was scorpio or uh, you guys might have to correct me but and it had like it was nothing but like cg mock-ups of like chips as the camera was circling around him and like different developers were like the most powerful console we're so excited with what microsoft is doing that which kind of like was a proof of concept for the xbox one x so Mm -hmm. i kind of agree with you that might be the kind of thing they would do where they like publicly in front of everybody actually say out loud hey this is a thing we're making and here's five minutes of cg images or whatever but it's still like way down the road and maybe do you guys think that even though i firmly believe halo infinite's a launch title if it's also a cross-gen title which i also think is possible do you think that maybe they're just going to show that there 
I feel like that'd be a huge thing to do. I think Halo Infinite. I mean, we we heard we heard Halo Two. Obviously, they talked about that like being shown. I wouldn't. I would be shocked if Halo Infinite wasn't at least shown or talked about here in some way because I do think that might be cross generational because I think Halo Infinite's going to be a games as a service game, like straight up. Absolutely. Yeah. But they did also. I think you might be right, but they did also confirm it is Halo Six at the same time. Thank God, which is like really yeah. good news. So what's cool is they might have like a really like good halo six campaign but then also try to do something like destiny maybe is that what you're thinking where it also i think, just, I think this is going to be like they're just going to keep adding on to it i think this is it like for halo pretty much the way yeah. microsoft's taking all their stuff um like i was surprised to hear like i was surprised to hear that fable was being worked on honestly because that's a supposed to be anyway a single player game I'm, I'm gonna see how they turn that into games as a service but uh when i heard that i was like that's interesting that they're doing fable um and then it was interesting here they're doing perfect dark other perfect dark can be a multiplayer game pretty easily yeah but they have to do it because of game pass you know because they're mm -hmm. practically handing these games out they need to make more money off of it yep. somehow so microtransactions need to be interwoven into this somehow mm -hmm. uh, without being a much <laughs> uh, see if thieves is actually managed to yeah battle royale okay okay we could, we could do that <laughs> uh how about this as an xbox announcement at the event Okay. If Steve from Minecraft is in Smash Brothers, does Microsoft walk out with Nintendo and introduce the character? Yes. 100%. <laughs> that would be a fun way to do it, actually. Yep. Get Miyamoto up there. The internet would explode if that happened. That'd be so crazy. I mean, that would be fun. That'd be a fun way to do it because yeah. then it's on their stage and it's not on it's not on Microsoft's or, or Nintendo's stage in their direct, right? Um they Miyamoto would release just, the trailer, but Miyamoto just becomes the Nintendo ambassador who's just showing up on other people's stages always, like Ubisoft <laughs> and Microsoft. And I mean, I'll say this as the resident like Super Smash fan over here, Super Super Smash fan over here. Um, if they did business wise, that's a fantastic decision if Steve's in the game. I think, I yeah, I think they, I think they'd actually send Reggie. I think Reggie would be there, um, just because it's like you know Nintendo America. I assume since it's Microsoft's like you know American company, and everything. Um, they'd probably send Reggie. Uh, there well, also, Reggie, we also, we need someone who's taller than Phil Spencer to show up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie is like a really good, like spokesperson that people give him crap, but I love Reggie, man. And he has an awesome stage presence and he would be really good. Like, like you said, on stage standing next to Phil and like talking to the audience yeah. about this. He's just good at, even if you don't like him, his delivery is so good. Yeah. Miyamoto, I think has, would have a little bit of trouble with Phil Spencer next to him talking yeah, to him. Maybe wouldn't have the, the impact of like Reggie with his booming voice, but like Nintendo's great smash. We're so excited with smash and it just would be perfect. So. That would be, I feel like that would be like semi-historical to have that happen. Uh, that'd be interesting. I, I would like to see that. That would be, that'd be fun um, if they if they did it that way. Uh, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out if Steve's in Smash. I know a stage is in Smash, but if Steve's in there. See, this rumor is new to me. All I knew was everyone was talking about Banjo Kazooie, so I didn't know Minecraft was a thing being talked about. So I don't know if Banjo. I think Banjo was, was a rumor. Yeah, Banjo's always been a rumor. For a while. For Banjo's a while. always been a rumor. I more fans just saying yeah. anything than actually it being yeah. somebody saying yeah. like, "Okay, he's in the game," you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I heard right. Fortnite's gonna be in Smash. But <laughs> <laughs> I heard. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna start making up. Rumors. Yeah, just start making stuff up, man. It's like batshit crazy stuff and <laughs> Ganondorf versus Fortnite, the game. Yeah. Oh man, I I think this will be interesting though for Microsoft. Uh, they I think they need to announce at least some games though. Bring something. I don't know if they have. They apparently have something first party and something third party that they could show. Um, I'm trying to think of anything first party that they could announce that would be brand new. 
that's not being saved for their next generation. Uh, as far yeah, as I know, right. everything's being saved for next generation right now. I, I have a pick that I think that that would be great uh, if they were able to do it. Like if they would work with Bioware and if they got like an exclusive Jade Empire for this. Ooh. Whether it's you have the, no idea uh, how, how how bad I want that. <laughs> yeah, that would be great, would it oh, not, dude? <laughs> that, or, that or Kotor, I yeah. my heart would explode. Kotor for sure. Either one. Jade Empire just hasn't been around for a long time, man. And it's such yeah. a good game. It's 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 a weird because it's like a, it's a martial arts RPG. Yeah, like, that you know, was so like, weird back <laughs> in the day, but it worked. It worked so well. Yeah, yeah. It, it did. It worked. It worked really well. Kind of reminds me of like the only thing that I can think of. I mean, Absolver is not like it, but like Absolver, like that's the game. Like you can use like different martial arts styles, you yeah. know. And you like it, it's a completely different game. But that's like the only game that I can think of in the past, however many years, that actually like focuses on different martial arts styles, you know. And 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 you can play like that outside of just like can types like types of things that people do in games so i would love to see a jade empire if microsoft worked with bioware to get that back somehow because there's only been one game yeah. there's only been one <laughs> that's did it they, and it's did really they, good did they make that pack they made that backwards compatible didn't they yeah, yeah they, I, I they created it and shit just like they did kotar nice it's nice. great it's yeah. if you, even if you play it today it's still really good kotor kotor hits like 60 frames now on the x kotor does yeah. so that's awesome nice, nice. Um, Yes, that if you're if you're really into KOTOR, get an Xbox One X played at 60 frames. <laughs> Literally my favorite game of all time. Please. <laughs> that is a good choice. Definitely the best Star Wars game ever made. Absolutely. I, I do know one thing that is definitely being announced there is uh Razer is doing a keyboard and mouse combo, I believe, that you can buy because keyboard and mouse support I think is gonna launch that day. Uh Evan, what do you think about keyboard and mouse? on the xbox i've been looking around at a lot of forums and a lot of people are mostly talking about this in terms of competitive play games like they have issues <laughs> with it so most likely no one really knows what's going to happen most what they're thinking is a lot of the first person shooter games are probably just going to not allow it for some reason like they're just going to block that Apparently, out Apparently, according it. to phil spencer it's up to the developers like the developers can say yeah. yes or no <laughs> So, yeah, because yeah, be fun. <laughs> it'll be interesting since most of those games are all, I guess, sort of pre-programmed with the aim assist specifically. And Destiny had a massive problem. Destiny 2 on PC had a massive problem with people using the uh, adapters that changed keyboard and mouse to a controller. So you could have aim assist with a keyboard and mouse. Like people were just ripping through <laughs> EVP in that game with that. And that was all legit. Like they had no way to stop it. So <laughs> what, what I saw that was interesting people bringing up is the idea of like, world of warcraft going to the xbox because keyboard and mouse would be available it would be interesting to expand it you probably see a lot more rts games that aren't supposed to be designed for console coming over which could be good halo sure. wars 3 baby that's one of the oh. announcements halo <laughs> wars 3 uh, did that, did that game wars, ever get to did that game ever get to a million copies sold it's probably at like 27 and a half <laughs> i was gonna say i don't think that game ever got to a million which is not good because Halo Wars, yeah. the first one was good. I, I didn't play. I didn't even play the second one. It's on Game Pass. I haven't even downloaded it. Um, Halo was good. <clears throat> I enjoyed it a lot. I like the word Halo 5. I know that's not saying much, but. What, for Halo Wars? Yeah, Halo Wars 2. I like that more than Halo 5, personally. Really? Oh. Halo Wars 2 bombed in such spectacular fashion that Microsoft probably is looking at the IP and saying. Yeah, they're maybe okay. a little worried about that. And I, I wonder, I don't think they, they probably don't cost that much to make, though. It, I think if, if it cost them a dollar, they didn't. Make it <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh, of mouse and keyboard, you guys ever seen the uh, Hori tactical? Um, it's like half of a joystick, and then the other part is a mouse. I think mm -hmm. I've seen that. Yeah, I think I've seen that somewhere. 
Oh, I haven't seen that at all. There's a lot of pictures from competitive tournaments where uh, some of the major players will use that kind of like hybrid where they'll use like half an Xbox controller and a mouse or something along those lines. It's actually really interesting. Interesting idea. Yeah. I remember uh, I actually went to E3 in 2004. And Mm -hmm. for anyone who can remember way back in those times, there was this console that was being pumped and it was there and I did see it called the Phantom. And the Phantom was supposed to be this, like, it was like a, I don't even know the company that was behind it. Maybe they were just Phantom. Uh, and, and it was going to be something that was supposed to play all your console games and all your PC games. Like, it would play, like, PS2, GameCube, Xbox games, because it was 6th gen, and PC games. And they were doing a demo of it on the floor. And they actually had this thing that was this weird-ass contraption that was this strange-looking keyboard that was also combined with, like, more of a regular controller thing on the side. But the guy was doing something that was also more like a... Ma- it was like... A, it's like a weird piece of history. The thing never came out. But I, I remember it. Really wackly. Yeah, you remember it. It was weird. Yeah, um, they actually... It ended up coming out at one point, actually. It did? It was a, yes, a keyboard. Oh. Huh. Yeah, a key, it was that like was a phantom the- key- keyboard from that... Co- but that company... They were all smoke and mirrors, dude. That company, but yeah. I, there was a keyboard that actually eventually ended up coming out. But obviously, it wasn't what I remember the whole Phantom thing too. I was working at like yeah. a McDonald's back in the day, like when that was happening. I used to be checking stuff on the computer. They're like, what's this Phantom crap, dude? <laughs> so, I, I think I have a, I think I have a T-shirt of it. I have a bag. I still have a bag of all my E3 swag from that year. Literally, what, fourteen years ago? And I even got a T-shirt. And yeah, the thing never came out. But I guess it maybe became just a keyboard. It sounds like so. That's yeah. Weird. It was- that's what it re- they released a keyboard or at least they were going to release a keyboard not even sure if the keyboard actually ended up coming out but it turned into a keyboard though yeah. phantom keyboard so let me yeah. let me uh let me let me ask you guys this before we move on from this topic if microsoft does have some sort of tease whether it's like a cinematic trailer that's like like a tease big time for the scarlet do you think that microsoft attempts a 2019 release if they're teasing it november of this year god no I dude, the fact that X they really wanted to get the Xbox One X out, I don't know, makes me think that they want to get out first, you know. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too surprised, but I mean, you never know. I mean, maybe we'll have to wait and see. I because like this new Scarlet, would it wouldn't it be built off of like the mm. Xbox One X, like just like the next step past that, right? Or yeah, be, I, they would they would do some upgrading, but it would essentially be on the same architecture and everything. They, like the CPU would be massively upgraded, but like yeah. I, I like I don't think games from there would be able to play on the X essentially with with what the developers would have access to. Yeah. Um I mean I don't know. I guess to me what I think of is a uh, all like so I can't remember who it was. Somebody had brought up all the studios that they said they purchased at E3 and you know I know we've talked about it before when I've been on and I've mentioned in some of my videos. I really believe that the majority of those studios are making launch Xbox Scarlet games. That just seems to make the most sense. Same with Halo. And so I do think there's a possibility that they might then try to get to the Xbox Scarlet next year, like OJ said. But if those studios are making launch games, then they're probably not going to be ready by next year. And I don't think that they'd want to launch without too many of those big games. So I think it depends on how far along those studios games are. And sure. if they're ready for next year, then they might launch. And if they're not, then it's they have to launch with they have to launch with one of those games, either Fable or Perfect Dark or Halo yeah. Infinite. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Um, let's Halo uh, Infinite would be the good choice. Yes, yeah. that would be great. They can launch with Halo Infinite, and they would have Game Pass on there as well with full backwards compatibility added on. Then, they, and they have everything from day one, pretty much. It'll be a home think Halo is as as powerful uh, as a of a brand for people to go out and say like I'm going to go buy an Xbox now because of this. 
Yeah, Which, more, more so than uh, Fable or Perfect Dark, I think. Yeah. What about Gears of War? Gears of War would be a good one. I would love yeah. Gears 5 because I thought 4 was so good. Oh, yeah. Gears of War, not as... I think Halo's still there. Halo's still there. They're like, if they made... If this Halo, if it was like the best one or one of the... Like, if it got all the great reviews, I think people would... I think that would probably be the best bet to really mm. get people excited. Yeah, because I think... I think I feel like Halo 5 sold faster than Gears of War 4. Yeah. I think, I think Gears might have sold more in the long run, though. I okay. Think, yeah. So it's it's because Halo Five obviously I like the game I think it's underrated but it's it's not the best Halo and it definitely didn't like sell the best and move Xboxes but I do think I, I think like we don't we don't want to like undersell like launching a new Xbox with a Halo I feel like that combination could be so exciting for people okay. that might because you're right like I do feel like because of Halo Five maybe some of the interest has dipped to when it was in its heyday yeah I was also thinking like Master Chief Collection and some of the issues that they're they're like still ironing yeah. out you know that was mm. more so what i was alluding to because i agree i don't think five's that bad story-wise i don't, I don't like it but but multiplayer yeah. i had a lot of fun with i think i think the big thing about that is uh halo still has a character that they can put on the front of the xbox like if, when they're trying to sell true. it if they put master chief there everyone knows that but if they have like you know a new character in gears of war or something very um, true it's not iconic as like master chief's helmet yeah. for example um yeah, yeah. If Halo comes back to form, like if this new Halo is that game, you know what I'm saying, where everyone's like, okay, like that that would be that would be what you want to push, you know, hmm. more so than anything. Yeah, you know? I I feel like every time there's a new Halo, everyone is saying, oh, if this Halo is returned to form, Halo Four wasn't, Halo Five isn't, so why is Halo Six going to be the return? They have to, to because <laughs> they, do. they do have to, but they don't. <laughs> they 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 have to. It's actually a two-in-one game. It's Halo Wars three with Halo six. <laughs> Call me Sean Sellers from now. Sean, on. did you? I know did everything. You, did you? Sean, did you download Master Chief Collection off the Game Pass? Fuck no. Sean, you know what I did download though? Was really good. Sellers. Very funny. Um, <laughs> I recently downloaded, like <laughs> this past week, I downloaded Perfect Dark for the 360. Hey. Oh, that's the good one. That's the one. On, wait, no, 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 which one? The one, no. the one, the old one. Oh, zero. Because I never finished it on the 360. <sighs> that was a game that I got with my 360 at launch, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't like it. And so I wanted to revisit it, and I don't know. It's not it's not that bad, but yeah, it's not the did worst. You, did you play the did you play the, the remake of the 64 version on the 360? That, was good. Yes. that one was outstanding. Oh yeah. yeah. The rare collection game thing is where it was, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super good. But yeah, I just yeah. I don't know. I was just I like I like playing 360 games on my Xbox One, like maybe 360 games that I didn't I missed out on because that library on the 360 was insane. Yeah, it was it so was really good. Yeah. So many damn games. So I don't know. I just felt like revisiting that, but yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. Uh, let me go through the super test before we move on. Princess Bowsette says, uh, "Bow to the queen of the internet." All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wishbone says, uh, "Oh, will Sega show their next gen console E3 2019?" I think they're referring to the the okay. one that got pushed, right? The um the plug and play system. Uh, it's like I, the classic. I, 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 I thought they meant like a, a real Sega. Console. Oh wait, no, <laughs> nope, nope. Never mind. It, it goes on. It would have. It would have been pretty much twenty years since their last one. So no, I guess they are talking about like a new console for Sega. There's never going to nope. be a new Sega console ever. Sega doesn't have enough money, unfortunately, um, to do any of that. They're having a hard time launching a classic system right now. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And like yeah. this, it's not an easy arms race to jump into right now between the three. Like that would be so hard to get in and actually take. Although I, I, I heard that at games is available 
if, if, if they need them to make a big budget, you know, system. Yikes. I'm sure that'll you work. <laughs> they emailed me after my video telling me that they appreciated my video. And I was like, did, did you watch it? They were, like, <laughs> they were like, yeah, you know, it was nice that you said how the, uh, the $20 consoles were, you know, not for collectors or whatever, just for casual people. And I was like, I mean, I figured that would be understood, but okay. Man, thanks for are those playing. the ones that are little USB sticks that they're selling? Yeah, little flash drive thingies. Yeah, that reminds me of the game mm. stick. I wonder if that's where they got the idea from. I wonder if they just took the idea from game stick and they were like, we can do that. Um, I'll be curious if those plug into a wall at all or they pull the power from the HDMI port because that was an issue that GameStick had. No, it pulls from the HDMI. Yeah, that's not good. Okay, uh, that's fine. I'm sure there won't be any fires from that. Uh, the, the Jintoki Cruz says, uh, Samus skin and Fortnite would be great PR for Metroid Prime 4. Can they, you think they could put a Samus skin in Fortnite? I don't know if... Nintendo's weird about that I mean, when it comes to guns. I mean, it could be in there. That's not a problem, but... Yeah. It just depends on Nintendo giving them the thumbs up. Here's, but here's the other issue: is also cross-play and cross-progression in Fortnite, so everything would have to move between. No, I mean, no. they wouldn't really care. Rocket uh, League, Rocket League had the Switch specific stuff. Yeah, that's true. There's yeah. a Samus car and a Mario car. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, it's I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking about the wearing a Samus skin when you run around and shoot people with like an AK. Yeah, because like you, you don't see you don't see like Mario like running around like in other cross plat like you don't see that. But yeah, yeah, like, I don't think you are. Not yet. Not Yo, yet. if they okay. got like if they got like GTA Five on the Switch and they let them use like a Waluigi character in that, that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that would be hilarious. Oh uh, man, uh, Cameron S uh, says, "Hey, Maddie." Hello. That uh, knows Maddie from uh, his channel. Check him out. The Dan guy says, will Red Dead 2 be the only game that can knock GTA 5 off the charts? Uh, I don't think Red Dead sells as well as people think it does. I think people are more drawn to the like the modern day gangster and type thing rather Grand, than Cowboy. Yeah. That and Grand Theft Audio has like a long lineage of like games, whereas this is like the second real yeah. Red Dead Redemption game. Um, I think it'll do well. I don't think it'll sell anywhere near like a fraction of what GTA 5 has sold. Yeah, I don't think so either. And honestly, like my I'll make a prediction about Grand Theft Auto 5 right now. I don't think even any future Grand Theft Auto game is going to do what that game did. I really think that that like six is going to sell amazing and stuff. But like the way Grand Theft Auto is what it is, I don't think any game is going to do what that game did, at least for a long, long time. Yeah, so, it's rolling up to 100 million copies. It's, yeah, that's it, insane. It's a once in a generation type of sales. You just yeah. don't see that and it was released at the time like ps3 and ps4 xbox one and pc it was just yeah. they were all kind of like blended together because it was 2013 then 2015 and they were all just selling at the same time even ps3 copies ps4 copies xbox one everything was just going all at the same time mm -hmm. then the pc came out so i mean you're just not going to see that it's not going to be a general thing and red dead's not going to come close at all it's only on two systems too it's only on PS4 yeah it's not even it's not even on pc yet that's a good yeah, point it's not even on pc Grand Theft Auto had the last generation systems at the at the end of the tail end of the last generation with all the units that they had. So yeah, it's it's not going to come. You know what they're going to do with Red Dead Two? That thing's going to the, to the Xbox, next Scarlet and yeah. the yeah. PS5. <laughs> and that's first person mode is going to show up and all that stuff. Yep, they're going to get us to buy it twice. Yeah. I think the, uh, I think Red Dead Two already has first person mode confirmed. Like the whole game, you can already. Oh yeah, they'll they'll oh, add. Yeah. Some, like I think I think you're trying to say, Rob, they'll add some new feature that's like, well, oh, I yeah. go buy it again. Yeah. And yeah. then there'll be mod support on the PC, and you're like, I gotta go buy it again. <laughs> the yeah. horse is crap in the PS5 version. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I, I do want to clarify, I was wrong on the AT Games thing. Um, uh, it does have a USB power supply on the Blast. Um, oh, okay, they're okay then. They'll be all right with that then. Yeah, that'll be fine. I have looked um, it up. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Princess Bowsette again says, uh, think Reggie will reveal a Metroid Prime trilogy HD remake on the Switch or new gameplay for Metroid Prime 4. Uh, we'll, actually, we'll actually talk about that at the, uh, the VGA uh, awards rumor when we get to that. Um, but I, I think uh, a couple people here think there probably will be a trilogy uh, shown at some point. So we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit <laughs> later on the show. Uh, and then Jack points out what we all did pretty much when we showed up on the podcast says i love how rgt's silver play button is literally sitting in a box <laughs> it's 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 to display when i'm on the show <laughs> you shouldn't even hang it up <laughs> oh man max like cut out like insulation and stuff to hang his all nice and pristine and sean has like in a cardboard box I'm surprised he hasn't just put it on a chain and is just wearing it around his ass <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> oh that would be funny that you should do that that youtube bling you should do that man that'd be great uh man uh discord question should we do a discord question this is from uh dumb guy gaming it says uh would any of you guys on spawncast want to do a live stream for charity for smash ultimate when it comes out i'm sure if you contact the right people at youtube and nintendo they would promote the heck out of it and you could promote all your respective channels just an idea if you wouldn't be down for it and then why actually i've thought about doing like a uh charity live stream for a while now so maybe smash is the right one i'm not very good at smash i don't think sean is either though so that would be funny um but uh yeah i've thought about that a couple times i think a lot of people here would probably be willing to do some uh charity stuff absolutely in the in the future uh maybe we try to do a 24-hour stream and everybody takes like a two-hour chunk or something mm. and we just there you go. Uh, yeah i'm too old to do 24 hours but i could do two hours yeah, we just do a full 24-hour stream, and we do, like, uh, two-hour chunks. Yeah. I, I mean, I donate to charity quite a bit, like, with the Humble Bundle stuff, but I never – I know that's not – it's never something that I, I that I promote, you know? I just kind of do it. Um, so, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, 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 might, I might do that. I might not. But, I mean, it's just something – I just kind of donate when I can um, and don't really promote it too much. But it's always good to raise awareness for that type of stuff. So, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll jump into that. Yeah, maybe we could do but it for, I, like, St. Jude's or something. Mm -hmm. What I would pitch to everyone here is that every year I partake in the Extra Life charity. It's a 24-hour gaming marathon. All the yeah, money goes to a local children's hospital. Hmm. Oh, when, when, is, when is that this year? It's usually hosted in November, but you are free to pick when you actually want to host your event. Usually they give you a certain... I think it's, like, a month or so leeway. So as long as they have, like, the... Like the money is donated by the, I think the end of the year, you're hmm. all set. So it's kind of, I mean, that might be a, a good direction to take if it is something people want to pursue. Yeah. If we get to like $10,000, we'll make Sean like shave his head or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good idea that we could do something like that. I think if we can, cause I know there's a point, cause I see it all, all over um, Twitter at times when they're doing it, where everyone's like um, competing on like teams and stuff like that. That'd be something that'd be fun to do. I think. Mm -hmm. but that'd be where I get a whole team of people together and everyone does like two hours and there's 12 people and we all just pick turns on the chat on like, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to lose for two hours straight. I'm willing to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I you can do a lot of losing with that game. Well, probably. I think it'd be good if you yeah. picked like, we would like pick different games and stuff we'd want to play and everything. Oh, change oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The thing yeah. about Smash Brothers is that with items, like pretty much anybody can win. So that's mm. the one thing that that's how I usually win. <laughs> 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 that's uh, how good I am, which is not very, Especially by like November or December, or I guess in December when everything's out, there's so many games that you pick from from the previous year that you can be like, eh, play this, this, or this. Um, mm -hmm. So, 
That'd be fun. Maybe look into that. I think it'd be that'd be a good time. Um, but yeah, I need help on that. Twenty four hour. I wouldn't be able to go twenty four hours. So two hour chunks seems a little more reasonable. Um, I think that's how Giant Bomb does it, if I'm not mistaken. They split it up between everybody. Um, easy, easy allies. I think does it too. Do three so. hours, eight people. You know. Oh yeah, that would work too. Oh, yeah. If not, everyone can commit. Play some games, Q and A, whatever. So have some fun. Uh, let's let's move on now to uh, any any of the super chat guys. We'll hit at ten forty five when we're uh, uh, towards the end. So any super chats, we'll uh, we'll do those then. But um, let's move. <laughs> Uh, let's let's move in to to Bowsette. Let's talk about Bowsette. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what the laugh was for. I was like, oh, I looked this at the list just now, and I was like, podcast. it's Bowsette time. Okay, yeah, oh. I know some people are getting annoyed by it already. Um, I think it's just people really, really hit this trend online. Like it's everywhere. Uh, it was an interesting setup because now we have uh, new art that came out that's appears to be from the concept art phase for super mario odyssey where they apparently had an idea for bowser to take over princess peach at some point so it's odd how that all lines up but if you've been on twitter you've probably seen bowsette um any thoughts on bowsette that anyone wants to air before we uh before we i assume not have to talk about bowsette again unless nintendo says something about it yes i would like to air some thoughts on (laughs) (laughs) princess peach for those who don't know is my favorite mario character I like Princess Peach a lot, so I do love the design. It's a really cool looking uh, design. And this was a lot of po- a focus in a lot of the streams that I was having. People were talking about how good of a character is. People want this character to be in games. People are petitioning this character. And um, I think it's cool. I think overall, obviously, it can get kind of annoying what people kind of going crazy with this Bowsette thing. Uh, but at the same time, I think I still think it's like a pretty cool idea, right? Nintendo even thought about the idea, so that's how that's how good it is. That's that's why people like it sure. so much. Yeah, but they left it, they left it on the cutting room floor for a reason. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting to see it spike up. I mean, I've seen this stuff five years ago. Like this isn't new. Evan, it's did you just... per- did you participate in the Bowsette challenge? Not yet. I am debating. I mean, what's, the cha- what's the challenge? Just drawer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't okay, want to go the route of Bowsette though. I was thinking of more like a cheap cheap or something along those lines. So well, yeah, there's another the one. Oh hey. yeah, Rax's. What the <laughs> hell was that? Rax's blue shellette. We've been rule thirty-four, and I was not expecting. That. <laughs> oh man, am, am, I, am, am I, I the only uh, person who takes offense takes offense to its name Bowsette because Toadette <laughs> is not involved in it? It's Bowser and Peach, so it should be like. It's peach, just related. Peach, no, it's just Bowser, or whatever. It's just related Bowser, to Peach. Man. <laughs> it, well, it's just related to the Peachette thing. I mean, that's all it is. The crown attaches to a person. Instant princess. So that's all it really is. Yeah, but the et is Toadette. <laughs> it's why did they add it to Peachette? Like, yeah, can they just like, make sense, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, look, no, we have to about. dive deep. We have to dive deep, OJ. It's important. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so it's weird. I do see people who just don't care. Um, but I don't know. It's the internet. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Uh, I would like I would like to see if uh, Nintendo ever does acknowledge an, an Easter egg or even them refer to Bowsette without ever actually saying Bowsette. Uh, but I mean, they thought about it. They were asked about Bowsette as well, and they just said no comment. Shocker! <laughs> but uh, yeah, they'll be asked a lot. They'll be asked a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think of the next time. Maybe the VGA's Reg will be asked. Yeah. Maybe people stop asking about Mother Three and they'll just ask about uh, Bowsette all the time. Uh, so, all right, good. That actually took less time than I thought. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to Telltale. 
this was an interesting situation because when I was on the ham radio podcast with uh, Mr. Matty plays and uh, ACG, this actually broke right beforehand. And then they issued a statement while we were uh, on the air. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Maddie? Yes. We were talking about it. And uh, it basically, they pretty much laid off what appears to be a workforce of somewhere between 250 to 270. The lawsuit claims over 250, uh, but no more than 275. So uh, they even have some leeway in there, but, now they're being sued because they did not tell their employees. They were actually hiring people like a week before they shut down and let everyone go, which was very odd, which tells me that something happened that like basically was like DEFCON 1. It was like, we have to get rid of everybody. We don't have money. Usually that's like they were expecting a deal to go through and it didn't. Like somebody backed out or something and they were expecting X amount of dollars come in. The owner converted it all to chocolate. Yeah, I, dude, it could have been anything at this point. It sounds like mismanagement is what it sounds like straight oh, up. Yeah. But um, now they are uh, suing them in the state of California to get their severances, it appears, because uh, they didn't have any severance or nothing, which, again, tells me that Telltale just has no money. But then Telltale did say that they are going to try to or they have interested parties in finishing the walking dead which is probably not the best thing to tweet out the time <laughs> yeah uh, not a good thing so we're gonna see how this plays out i feel like telltale will probably just have to file for bankruptcy or something um and just just shut down they're, they're gonna have to finish this minecraft story mode thing and then that'll be that so i don't think there will be another walking dead at all um but what do you what do you guys think of this whole situation this was a a just constantly evolving story throughout the week I mean, my first thought when I saw the tweet of them saying we might have interest, interested parties to finish the last season of Walking Dead, my first thought was, well, then hire back the people who were making that game for you, pay them, give your other employees severance, and then if you want to close down, then shut down. If you're going to find another company to finish the game these hard people spent years doing, it's kind of a slap in their face and then you're not paying them. So yeah. to me, it's just a big middle finger to everyone who worked at Telltale. Uh, real quick, Theodore uh, did outline it. It is based on the Warren Act. You need to notify employees 60 days in advance if you're laying off 100 plus employees. So it does sound wow. cut and dry based on the class action lawsuit in <clears throat> California. Um, sorry, Nate. Was there anything else you're you going to say after that? Sorry. No, that was pretty much okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it doesn't look good for Telltale. It, it looks like it looks just like just mismanagement like crazy. And it, this, that's tough because it's not cheap living in that Bay Area. No, <laughs> no, it, it is expensive. <laughs> so it's weird because that means you walk into work and they're like, you got, apparently they, they gave everybody like an hour to get their stuff and get out basically is what, what's been going around the internet. Um, so you just walk in and they're like, get out <laughs> and that's it. So yeah. if people who do usually hope by going to the Bay area and working at these game companies, they will move up the ladder essentially, you know, and become like a Corey Barlog or something like that. Even a Phil Spencer, Phil Spencer started at the bottom. Um, that's kind of the idea. So you go there, you pay astronomical rates for where you stay, uh, a, a cup of coffee in the morning, anything um, to do that. So they usually do live paycheck to paycheck. It's, it's very common to have that out there. Um, and it's very common for people to make six figures that live paycheck to paycheck. Yes. By the way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's it's obscene out there. It's not cheap. <laughs> we'll say that. Um, it's probably the most expensive place to live, I assume. And next to New York, yeah. next I think New York, it might right? be more. Than, I think it might be more than New York. Yeah, I, I think because I, I think San Francisco has the highest minimum wage. I think too. Mm. Like I think they need to, and I don't even think it's high enough for minimum for wage. Isn't, isn't isn't enough? You you'll live in a box with like ten other people. 
in San, if you live in the heart of San Francisco. Yeah. Now, there's the suburbs that you can, I mean, around it, that, but you'll have to make the drive and that the traffic and everything else, you know. I mean, I know some people that, you know, that live where I live, which is the Central Valley, and they literally drive and they, they drive all the way to San Francisco for work and then come all the way back at the end and live with friends because it's just that expensive. It's actually cheaper to do that than live in San Francisco. So Darth Vander asks, actually, that's a pretty good question that I've asked for a while, and I figure it's just because of proximity to everything around you, and that's just where everyone's based and wherever they would go would be expensive. At why base a studio there, it seems so expensive. Um, but you have like places like Bethesda who are out here in Maryland where it's cheaper, and obviously uh, CD Projekt Red can get away with a lot of the stuff they do, which is not incorporate any kind of microtransactions or anything because it's super cheap in Poland, for example, yeah. um, for where they are, but like... They also own GOG. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's tough though. I don't, I, I, I don't I don't know why they don't move closer to if they just moved a little bit further down in in like the Central Valley. I know it's more farmland and stuff out here, but there's still civilization. I don't know why we don't I, have any. We have literally zero companies where I live. Like, I feel like it's Valley. like maybe it's old thinking before the internet to, is to how it is now, where it's like it's you could literally telecommute to most of these jobs now. Yeah. Um, I, maybe that's just because it's, it's always been like that, so that's how it is. I don't know. It's weird. I think it, it has to do something with convenience, the ability to just go to another company if they want to show you something yeah. that they can't show you over like a, a Skype call or anything like that. It's and then it's just it's not just them. There's so many more companies there that are outside of gaming in yeah. tech that they want to utilize and interact with. So mm -hmm. that That's benefit true. to them is incredible. So bringing that all into one place, it just jacks up the rates. Yeah. And then everybody wants to be there, so it's like heavy, yeah, heavy Silicon competition Valley. to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a shame to see, but I think it's pretty cut and dry. So either Telltale Games will have to pay them somehow, or they'll have to, I assume, declare bankruptcy. I guess. Um, it's a shame though, because Telltale, if you asked me a year ago, I'd have said, yeah, they, they're probably doing fine. You know, they're getting all these deals and everything and now they're just, yeah. they're gone. So <laughs> just like that. everyone thought that, yeah. That was a surprise, and I mean, they have to have just spread themselves too thin with oh, license yeah. after license after license. And I mean, I, you know, I talked about it on Twitter a little bit too. I mean, everyone loves, most people like love their games. I thought their games were awesome, but they only did one thing and it drives me crazy that a studio that was like obviously really talented only did one thing, one kind of game and just was doing that over and over again on repeat yeah. that obviously hurt them. And like the whole thing is, is really messy and it sucks for the employees, but I struggle to believe that they, that the, the higher ups who made the business decisions, the money and the hiring decisions and all that nonsense. I struggle to believe that they were so caught off guard a week after hiring new people that they had to close the studio. Like somebody, knew what was going to happen and oh, that's what's more frustrating well, about those last minute well, maybe they didn't was there like a bitcoin currency that suddenly crashed that maybe they had all their money in oh, I, mean, oh, I don't know man. i mean john you make a good point like maybe they had some super lucrative deal like maybe they were going to get mcu or something you know or like star wars that was going to mm -hmm. be so lucrative it would fund them for the next two two centuries and maybe that fell through and it was like oh crap now we don't have that, so everyone has to go. Something that, but, yeah. They did the Guardians of the Galaxy, so maybe they had more stuff coming. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. None, yeah. Of, none of their products were producing; they weren't profitable. They had yeah, to have no, a profitable no, 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 no. entry to any series since yeah. the first season of Walking Dead. So yeah. they just kept releasing yeah. product that was not selling. They were yeah. losing money yeah. every time they put out a game. So the That's management the should have sat there and said, "Hey guys, we just <laughs> made a hundred million dollars worth of product, and we only came in with twenty million dollars." <laughs> 
Like that's they should have sat there and they should have said, "We're doing something very wrong, and we have to change business." You don't keep hiring people. Yeah, that's what they did. Money coming in. You can't have a budget of a hundred million dollars, but you're only bringing in ten. You have to fire people, or you have to consolidate and find ways to get back into the black. They were in the red for a decade. Yeah. Or, it seems like they hit it big with Walking Dead. And they figured they would keep hitting it big, so they just hired way too many people. Or well, maybe they viewed. I mean, we don't know a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I'm just shooting from the hip here. Like maybe they viewed Walking Dead as as somewhat of a, a calculated risk. Like, okay, we don't know if this type of game will do well. It ends up doing really well, and then they stay, they take a chance on. I don't know what comes after that doesn't do well. They're like, okay, we'll take a chance on Batman. They keep taking these chances, thinking they'll find that same success as they found with The Walking Dead, and just never panned out that way. Mm-hmm. I think because their work was so, it, it, it's like, it's weird. People always think when a game is really good, it means it's selling well too. But there have been so many games yeah. throughout time that have been great and have been epic failures. You know, uh, I'm sure we can all name one. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I did not like that episodic format either. I no. think that yeah, I, I, that's my main problem is I hate, I probably play more if they just release things complete, but I can't, I can't stand it. It's like a, the weirdest form of, DLC slash microtransaction, not a microtransaction, but like it feels like it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I gotta wait, I gotta wait. Like just release the whole thing, or just I don't know. That that that's a big turnoff. Yeah, when I heard when I heard Hitman, yeah, yep. When I heard Hitman two, I was about to say it was not episodic. I got so much more excited for that game. November thirteenth, yeah, by the way. They so should have jumped on that way quicker. The change to the formula. They should have jumped on that a couple of years ago. I feel like they they felt like they had. It's it's weird to think about this, but it's almost like they had to make episode one and release it to get money in to then make episode two. Mm-hmm. It's almost what it was starting to feel like. Spinning their wheels. Yeah, it was almost like they were like always like like we're talking about the employees being paid to pay- paycheck to paycheck. It's almost like the company was paycheck to paycheck essentially from these deals they had. The um, problem was though is that if you didn't give a shit about the source material you didn't give a shit about the game like spider-man i i could care less like i i haven't seen the last spider-man movie i saw was spider-man 3 and that was on only because it was on Netflix. <laughs> homecoming like, was pretty good yeah I, that. I mean i just don't follow it like you know but it's whatever the spider-man game is awesome and it's like the source material it's almost secondary to me but it it plays into the game if you don't give a shit about the walking dead or minecraft because they did minecraft story mode um you didn't care about the games yeah you're right yeah so we'll see how that all turns out but uh it's not doesn't look good for telltale uh sony fa- sony's finally allowing crossplay. this was an interesting thing because this kind of popped up out of nowhere which uh it obviously it was a lot of pushback to them they they, it, i think it was bigger a bigger deal when the mainstream media picked that up i remember cnn and everybody covering it at that point but uh sony is allowing crossplay now starting with Fortnite, they're doing a beta which is w- weird okay sure a beta for crossplay why not um <laughs> yeah <it's>, that, <laughs> oh my god that word right there says it all we're doing a beta where we're testing it with Fortnite. i.e yeah. not doing any other game this is <laughs> you people up yeah. they, <laughs> and that's it they they did say that they're exploring other uh, other games as well but that's all they said um mm. but cross progression cross uh commerce as they put it crossplay all of that is happening. You can play it. Switch to PS4, Xbox to PS4, all that. It all it all exists now if you want it to. I think you can actually still tick if you want crossplay or not on your system, like a little checkbox, but you can do it now. Uh Fallout 76 still won't have crossplay, which I, I I think that's I think Sony is still not sure about that one anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they did say that Sony was the one keeping them from it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Todd Howard, I guess that was probably not the best thing to say at the time because he probably didn't think that Sony would all of a sudden allow Fortnite to crossplay. Mm-hmm. People were kind of mad about that, but honestly, I, I I don't think they even designed that game with crossplay in mind, to be honest. Um, so uh, yeah, I do. It, it was there anything you want to say about Fallout Seventy Six and crossplay, Maddie? I know you cover that. Um, yeah, I um. I was actually funny enough. I was working on a video for that before I had hopped in here. Um, so I'll actually have that on my channel in the coming week. But Ooh, okay. I, uh, for me, I, I had done my research. I looked at uh, P9's Twitter account because you know he was just like, "Guys, chill. We're not doing crossplay for Fallout 76 for many reasons." And I started looking through what he was saying to fans, and it seemed like it was a Bethesda approached Sony. They had a plan for crossplay earlier this year. Sony said, no, we're not doing it. This is during the time where they were, you know, standing on their mountain, tall and strong, saying uh, no shot. Um, and so Bethesda apparently had moved on from any crossplay plans they had had because they were like, we're not going to wait for them. We're going to focus on other things. And so when Bethesda came out, I think they could have worded it better, but they were just like, yeah, we're not doing crossplay now. What bothered me most was that someone had asked Pete Hines, hey, what about PC and Xbox? Why couldn't you guys just have that as crossplay? And so, and then Peanuts is like, we wanted to do all or nothing, which I thought was strange because Bethesda was constantly jabbing Sony, whether it was Elder Scrolls Legends, Fallout 76, about crossplay and them not allowing it. But yet they could have kind of pushed it more by siding with Microsoft saying, like, look at everyone having fun over here, <laughs> you know, in the playground. And Sony's just the, you know, the kid from the window looking from the inside out. Um, I, I was, I was really confused why they decided to step back on that. But, Overall, it seemed like it was just bad timing because now Bethesda is seven weeks from launch for Fallout 76. So, you know, at this point in time, they're not going to add it. So it's going to be more of like a down the line update, if anything, which is how I always viewed crossplay. You know, just like something that kind of gives a little spark. But yeah, that's kind of generally my thoughts on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean... Here's the thing about Bethesda. We they need to get they need to make a single player game that doesn't you know require uh, years of crazy. modding from yeah. outside sources to fix. We're we're <laughs> expecting to make an online game uh, at this point with Fallout, a game that does have a lot of glitches in single player mode, and then we're, now we're talking about them having systems talk to each other while not blowing up with yeah. this game. So. Well, and they also <laughs> said how they said the map in the game is like four times bigger than Fallout 4s or something. So uh, this will be like, fun. That's, yeah, it's going to be. I'm really excited for it, but it's I'm yeah. nervous, too. I, I'm going to it's going to be great. There's going to be some awesome glitch videos online and stuff. So yeah. I, I think if they just had never said like if Todd Howard never said, said that, I don't think anyone would go back and say anything mm-hmm. about yeah. this. It's just that one line because he, he he like paused and said it too you know he it's like he thought about it for a minute and was like i'm gonna say this you know it's like sony it's sony's not helpful um shots fired yeah so i mean they they he didn't have to say that but he did so <laughs> there you yeah, go I mean, it, it sucks because that's the thing with the internet is it's just these digital footprints for for these types of guys who go out say something when it comes to you know gaming and and then it changes um like i said i i'm not defending bethesda because what they did was stupid anyway but um i i feel like you know if they they should have thought ahead a little bit more but at the same time you know they they can't predict the future that sony looked like they weren't moving from that if they're not going to allow the biggest game on the internet you know why would they allow fallout i'm yeah. sure is what their uh, train of thought I'm, was i'm looking at it and i don't see why maybe i'm not 
as involved as you are, Mr. Maddie, with mm-hmm. this with Bethesda and everything. But I don't see why people were giving them crap in the first place. You can't snap your fingers and crossplay magically appears yeah. if a company wasn't. I mean, one company play. accidentally did that, and we're told to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, Fortnite or whatever. So that was Fortnite, yeah. Fortnite was already built for crossplay. You know what I'm saying? Like that was already like this that, is a, this, yeah. this is a completely different situation. So I don't even see why Bethesda's even getting any. Like, look, Sony didn't want to do it. We all know that, and. Now Sony's all of a sudden with one game, like Nate said, with one. It's not even with a lot of games. They just one game is Fortnite. So I mean, like I don't, yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe yeah. they they could have handled it a little bit better with PR wise, but technically speaking, with what's going on, that's not. I don't see that does that like, at all. I think if crossplay was a thing two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, when they were really ramping up production on Fallout seventy six, and it was there, they probably would have been like, yeah, okay, let's do crossplay, and we would have crossplay. But uh, you know, Sony wasn't really into it then now they kind of are we'll see i'll be curious if next generation we start up from day one just with crossplay i think so i think that that's the lesson they learned so yeah okay yeah yeah i guess they couldn't go into next generation like they kind of acting now because they they have to start over so Mm -hmm. that'll be fun um and microsoft's gonna be apparently from what we're hearing gonna be bringing it next generation so that's gonna be that's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. um Big stuff coming from Microsoft. Uh, let's see. Uh, virtual console rumors. Ooh. Yeah. Eshop. Uh, I think everybody talked about this at one point. Eshop had uh, code updated uh, in the background for the virtual console. The JSON files were updated with seemingly every category that's on the 3DS one and the Wii U one, <laughs> even with Wii and DS thrown in there, uh, which made people think that the virtual console might be coming back despite them having a subscription service for the NES games. So you don't want to weigh in on their thoughts about the possibility of a virtual console coming back or them just sticking with their subscription service. I thought they found out that that code was added like almost a year ago and people probably shouldn't be reading into it to mean anything. There yes. you go. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it means nothing. Hmm. That's a shame. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it, it literally means nothing. This is interesting. So uh, I, I did see a lot of people disappointed when uh, it was becoming pretty clear that it didn't really mean much. Uh, it's interesting. I guess a lot of people don't want the, a subscription service like a Netflix. They want to just buy the game straight up. That's yeah. how that, I, I would actually prefer that. Yeah, hmm. I, I I don't want to continue buying Mario three over and over and over again. I like I like just them adding a bunch of games. I like the Netflix style service for me because I've already bought virtual console games million times over i've already bought the super nintendo classic i've already bought the nes classic it's like how many times are we going to continue to pay for the same games nintendo doesn't give us a chance to move the games over so That's i the rather than problem yeah. I wish they would just lock it to your account so that way you don't have to keep purchasing it. You just <clears> That's what I'm saying. Like, I wish it. there was a way that all of it can transfer from one to the next. And this Netflix style thing seems to be the best solution for that, to be able to just transfer it over to the next system. Whereas before, it's like, oh, I'm going to buy this over. I don't know why people like buying their games over and over again, but I I personally don't like buying Mario 3 six times yeah. or for the fifth time, you know? So I'm fine with I'm fine with the subscription service, with the getting a bunch of games added in, and hopefully my Super Metroid, and hopefully my games get added in. But I've already bought Super Metroid again on yeah. the Super Nintendo Classic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I've already bought it a million times, so to me, it's just like again, we're gonna buy it, you know? Like, I don't, that's like I don't that's know. like that's me different. with Final Fantasy VII, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times are we gonna buy the same games here, guys? I mean, I don't uh, know. We need I think I'm buying Final. I'm buying Final Fantasy VII apparently again next year. So yeah, well, we're gonna <laughs> buy it again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good argument too. That's the tough thing. Like for like for me, it totally makes sense. Yeah, you know, buying Mario or Super Metroid on like a Super Nintendo, an NES Classic, a Virtual Console, Wii, 3DS, Wii U, whatever. It is stupid, but for me, I think the only difference is 
the Netflix idea is awesome and it probably would be smart for them to do it. My preference is I don't necessarily like having to have something I have to keep active to be able to access my games, which is kind of what you would need. Like, what if you decided to stop paying for it or when the next generation goes, that means you couldn't turn on your Switch or your Wii U or whatever and play the games like I bought Super Metroid and Zero Mission on my Wii U. And so I can just turn the Wii U on at any time and buy it because it's just like on my console. That's that's the slight difference for me and why if I was going to pick, I don't mind paying a couple of bucks for old games. But really, the Netflix thing is the most current way to do it. And like Microsoft doing Game Pass shows that it can work. So it's I like mean, I see the argument, but. Well, I don't, I don't get why they just don't do both. <laughs> like, yeah. have, have yeah. the online service, and then that's a benefit. But if you also want to purchase the games, hey, you could do that too. And maybe if you have the online service, you get a discount on purchasing the game. So that, like, there you go. Because are we still under the impression that all these games are going to be here forever or that they're going to cycle out games? I think eventually they'll probably cycle out games. But, I think they have to. Yeah, they've yeah. kind of said that in the past. Is that it was like a rotating thing? I think so. So I mean, mm. yeah, like it should just be both. Like, well, because I think if you yeah. get to a certain point, they have to raise the price. Then if there's like, if there's a hundred games on there, it's really yeah. it's still gonna be twenty dollars a year. And, and if they and, and if they do add like Super Nintendo and GameCube, like we all think they probably would, that's a good point. Like in two years, there'd be a hundred Super Nintendo games, a hundred GameCube games, whatever. I don't think they would still just be asking 20 bucks a year. That's a, that's a good point. So mm. yeah, tough call. I don't know. Yeah. But at that point they can just say, Oh, if you want to buy super Metroid to store on your switch or switch to whatever we're at, they can say, you can buy it 10% off from the service for eight ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, it's, I it's, would it's, do that. I'm, I'm stupid with my money. So I would do that. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> that's just, I would totally do it. This virtual console thing. Should just, way too many times. It should just be its <laughs> I, own. I, uh, just be his own app for ten dollars a month. They'd have so much room to grow with that. It just bothers me. It triggers me to continue buying Super Metroid over. Oh. I'm sorry, I, I can't. I can't no. do it. I've already bought it. 3ds, bought it on the the Wii, bought it on the Wii. I'm 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 literally done with classic games. I'm buying them over again. Hell no, I'm I'm, I'm not. It's, it's a legit complaint. It's a it's a legit complaint for sure. That's it's tough to know what they're gonna do. So, I did just buy that beat 'em ups collection awesome collection oh, I, I want that so bad it's all arcade games so it was super worth it awesome yeah. game and but that has online play added in so that's a bit different because that's a bundle it has online play added in you yeah know, a lot of I, a lot I of more, um, mobile with my friends oh, gosh rich <laughs> you know nobody's actually playing it but the options there you know that thing that thing needs a ranking system and matchmaking straight up that would be awesome. Tech Mobile. Yeah, that would be good if they did that with Tech Mobile. It, that needs it so bad. I mean, the overall app should just let you select multiple games you want to play online and then just put you in a queue with other people who might want it to at least try to keep the community together. That uh, app. <laughs> you think if they were to, you know, increase the price with games down the line, they, you know, they probably have to announce like, oh, we're doing Super Nintendo games now and, and Game Boy games now. Like, I guess virtual console in a way through the Nintendo subscription service. Because like we have these like you know PS uh, Plus games, the uh, Xbox games for gold, and they're announcing like four games a month, two games a month, and like I feel like Nintendo's almost primed for that, where they could just pull one from each generation. Here's a GameCube game, SNES, NES, and uh, whatever else, and a uh, Wii game, and say like here are your virtual console games for the month, and, and just kind of do that, and, and then bump up the price a little bit. Yeah. I think that Nintendo would rather remaster a GameCube game and charge you sixty dollars for it. And <laughs> for no, how much no, is no. that? How much is that new Super Mario Bros. game? Oh, sixty dollars. 
That is not a remastered game, by the way. That is they, it's they a fifty yeah, it's a five year old yeah. game with Toadette. Yeah. And, and the Luigi DLC for sixty bucks. Yeah. Here's the here's the problem. Here's the problem. That fan art. So that was worth the. It's gonna sell price. like it's gonna sell though. So. Here's the here's the problem. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> well, exactly. yeah. you're gonna buy it, and ten million other people are gonna buy it, it's, and Nintendo's gonna sit the same. Yeah, this but is why we do this? But but yeah. I buy all, I buy like every like all these. I buy like oh, all but these. it's it's <laughs> a really fun game to play. So people are gonna buy. It. Like I <laughs> like I buy all these. I bought Tomb Raider, and I just threw it on the floor a few minutes ago. So. <laughs> people don't care. It's all, we, we do. Nobody bought. I mean, here's the thing. Nobody bought with you. We all know this. Nobody bought really. The system yeah. sold 13 million units. Most people didn't play New Super Mario Bros. So for many people, it's going to be a brand new game. And most people probably didn't buy that DLC either. The Luigi DLC, most oh, people yeah. probably didn't get that. No, so, new, Super, for, new Super Mario Bros. is good for at least 5 million copies. Tell that right now. Oh, mm-hmm. more than, oh, easily. Oh, yeah, God, it's going to move 10, 12, yeah. 15 million copies before all seven. Ridiculous, yeah. That's, it's, it's, it's for the, the casual market. It, they didn't make a big deal about it. Or they haven't really talked about it heavily. Or anything. It's just, just going to come out. People who have the Switch that didn't have the Wii U are going to buy it. And it's it's cross like printing money. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so they're going to make a ton of money on that. Um, that's the way it is. Uh, Donkey Kong showed us that it's easy for them to do. So yeah, It's not really the worst thing in the world, you know? It's just, it's just releasing games for people to play. I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, Tropical Freeze was an outstanding game that was left on a terrible system. So yeah, um, I, I was fine with that, even though I know a lot of people are annoyed. That that game is legitimately worth $60 for what it is. If you, especially if you didn't have a Wii U, it, it is. It's a good Same game. with like the Bayonetta collection. Like that absolutely deserves Second Life. So yeah, Bayonet- Bayonetta 1 and 2 for 60 bucks mm-hmm. is, is a good deal. Yes, yeah, I would agree. Um, it, the but, online is still intact for those who don't know it. Bayonetta 2, you can play that online with your, with your friends and with other people as well. And with invites that pop up on your screen, it's <laughs> pretty. It's the most online fancy game ever made. <laughs> I forget that, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. The, uh, video Game Awards is coming up December 6th. It's it's Sean's favorite show of the year, every year. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Sean and Sean and Jeff Keeley, man, they, they they have like a cage match. I don't something. I don't know why Sean doesn't like it. I mean, we come back from a commercial and they're like, we just gave out these ten awards yeah. for these random categories, <laughs> and we're going to rapid fire really quick. Be like, okay, okay, here's a world exclusive. Here's a world haters, exclusive. all of you, all of I you actually, are haters on my I'm favorite game hater. show of the year. I actually, I haters. Actually, I actually like the video game awards a lot. Uh, Same here. Not you, John. I like your podcast. All of the rest of you. <laughs> Same bad things. All of you haters, haters, haters. Especially you, that RGT weirdo guy. You, you, you. I'm pointing at you. Sean, Sean uh, you don't like it, Sean, because you don't like that it's like a black tie affair, right? I don't like that it's a black tie affair. I don't like how it, it's like, it, it, to me, mm. it's it's more of Jeff Keeley's. You know, you could tell that, that everything is pretty much his his design. I feel his you know, interpretation of gaming. Yeah, it's it's more just catered to what he sees gaming as instead of a generalized thing, and that's why he has things like the big Kojima thing. That's why you know the musical guests and things like that. I'm sure those are you know handpicked <laughs> by him. Like I, I like like I like Killer Mike. I think you know I enjoy his music. I don't need to see Killer Mike at a video game awards show performing a song that just happened to be in a video game. Like, oh, dude, the musical performance uh, for the game of the year category was awesome last year. You didn't like that? I don't remember. That was it? Where, that's where they that's where they took all like the uh, themes from all the games and they flowed them together. So you had like Persona going cool. into Mario Odyssey okay. and then now, now that's, Zelda with the wind chimes and everything. That was awesome. 
But I feel like he's trying to go for this like MTV award show kind of vibe. He's trying to go for the Oscars. What he's trying to do. Um, yeah, but he doesn't come close to the Oscars. No, he doesn't. I mean, screw the Oscars. Let me just say that right now. Screw the Oscars. Golden Globes. He doesn't come close to anything. It's Jeff Keighley presents Hideo Kojima showing game trailers. <laughs> I think uh, the show just it has too much fluff. If it was more streamlined, it would probably be better. It's just, you know. Well, was that one of the ones still suffering from like having to deal with all the advertisers and having to fit all that crap in while talking yes. about the show? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that the that's, one where there was like a Duracell robot or something? Dude, that there was that, that, it was still a Gillette robot. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Hydrobot. Shave your face. I can't get mad at the show, man. They brought us the Schick Hydrobot. And they also brought us the guy from EA. Schick Hydrobot for Smash. Okay. Yeah, but this is just us seeing live when a company has too many people paying into it. Like, why yeah. certain things like movies and all that stuff goes I, wrong. The, the year that they had Samuel Jackson doing the... um oh, That was a long time ago. It was yeah, awesome, it, they, they, it was they destroyed those old school ones. Yeah, that, that's when they had Call of Duty on the show and then they had a soldier like teabagging a guy on stage and people were like, I've had enough of this. Wow. <laughs> well, he's, trying, he's trying to make video games be taken more seriously, essentially. Yeah, so I so my whole thing on it is like, I, I like it not in the sense that it's like actually like great or the highest quality, but if you think about it, we don't have anything else in like this hobby that's like that. And so for me, if we get like a two or three hour thing, like once a year that it's, yeah, sure. It's just a promotional thing for world exclusives and the awards don't matter as much as they should. Like, that's true. Like there's reasons to complain about it. It's not executed the best, but I get excited that it's like, Hey, tonight's a night where there's going to be two hours of this like video game show and yeah. I'll see some trailers and people get together and you know, Reggie and Nintendo bring stuff. Other people have surprises and so it's it's not that it's good, but I think that it's better than I guess not having it. Does that make sense? It's like a net gain is the way I look at it. So I know, but that, that's that's like the Nintendo online service. It's it's better than having nothing. So we accept this midi mediocre well, product. Yeah, but that the video game awards don't cost money. Like it doesn't cost anything other than like your free time to watch if you want. Like I see what you're saying, but it's just not the same, months. I don't think. Also, I don't, I don't think I don't think they make a lot of money from it either. Probably I'm not. Sure. Yeah. I, don't think uh, I remember. I think two years ago, Jeff Keighley said he like paid out of pocket to make the show happen. Yeah. So I mean, it's obviously cares, in my opinion. You know, it, like it was a joke at one I point. I think I think he misses the days of G four like I do, where it was actual yeah. like representation on TV. Like I think his end goal was to get that thing on TV eventually. Well, it was on TV, but no yeah. one was watching it. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I, I get it. On, it was on Spike, I, think, I think. Yeah, I think they want to get it back, but they got to make it so that people will actually take it seriously. Yeah. That's the problem is getting people to take it seriously. <laughs> Which when Activision is asking you to have a soldier walk out on stage and teabag someone, that's just not gonna happen. That's why they reformed <laughs> it. Yeah, that's why the guy that went off off, you know, off tilt last time, who was hilarious, by the way. Oh, yeah. It was like, they were like, You just set us back four years. Thanks. <laughs> I think the problem Oh, go ahead and go ahead. But I mean, that's like like video games isn't supposed to be like the most serious fucking thing in the world. Like, mm-hmm. I get I get that people want it to be taken seriously in some regards, and and that's fine. But it's always been, you know, video games is is kind of like you know skateboarding and shit like that. You know, it's it's sort of a counterculture thing. And children yelling racially expletives into your ear while you're trying to play. Right, games. like <laughs> that's not that's not something that's you know a suit and tie affair to me. Like, I, I don't know. 
Uh, but I mean, they minute, try but, to compare it to movies and stuff, though, aren't they? But but the thing but, about it is that, but that's what people buy in the video game industry. Everyone's like the triple A industry has all these Hollywood voice voice actors and yeah. cinematics and productions. But then you're trying to say that, like, okay, well, it's not like that. But yet, all these people work in that line of business, and that's what these games are. The budgets are getting up to. So, I mean, isn't there a little yeah. bit of a clash, Sean? Just just a little bit. Just to, I want to get your opinion on that. As far as well, I mean. Yes and no, because a game like Grand Theft Auto, which sold 100 uh, million copies, like you said, do you think, do you feel like most people play that game for the story, or do you feel like they most people play that game to have this big open world where they can play cops and robbers with their friends and things like that? I don't know why people play the game at all, but I mean, I'm guessing it's one of those two. <laughs> I'm guessing it's one of those two that you, See, you I know, mean, that you, you said like a movie, a movie to me is is very different than a video game because a, mm-hmm. a video game is essentially, well, I mean, there's many different forms of movies, many different forms of video games. But if you want to talk about like AAA blockbusters, a, a movie is condensed to what two hours of entertainment where you sit there, whereas a video game is something that you actually control, you actually take part of the movie. And so my experience of a game could be completely different than your experience of a game, mm-hmm. but. Whereas a movie, you could kind of come into a similar common ground because it's only a two-hour presentation. But if I play a video game for 20 hours and you play a video game for 20 hours, we'll probably have different viewpoints on it. Like, we'll agree on some things, we'll disagree on some things. So, I I don't know. The same same can technically be said about movies. I mean, if you ever look at anybody who goes to them specifically to review them or talk about them, they can be wildly different in the directions they go as to, you know, like someone who looks specifically at how the lighting worked for something when someone doesn't really care about that versus the character acting and how their facial expressions work. It's almost the same thing, but it is a condensed two-hour time period. So that does kind of throw it off, whereas games can stretch that out, even though if you really consider a lot of games that add like the backpacks you have to search for if you get rid of all that crap you could probably beat that game in two hours yeah if you want if you want to see a good example watch this uh in my opinion star wars the last jedi is the best star star wars game ever or the movie ever created and ever will be what see what what? yeah see i knew i knew that would that would get rob really mad i i don't hate the movie but i definitely don't agree with that statement that's my. I, I, that's just how I view it, man. My favorite one is the one that nobody <laughs> nobody likes. The guy with the long hair that nobody likes. That's my favorite Star Wars movie. The uh, one that everybody hates. That's my favorite one. No, and from what I after like watching like, like part of my family is really in the Oscars, and they have some of the like they read into some of these movies like crazy. Yeah, like they were mm-hmm. trying to read into the Revenant, and I was like, I think that's a movie about a guy just getting mauled by a bear. And they went off into this whole Shakespearean ex- explanation as to what it represented and stuff, and I was like. I, I think he just got like mauled by a, no it represents, it represents, it represents like, don't okay. fight a bear. That's what it represents. And then I watched people <laughs> and then I watched people go up on stage in their suit and tie and explain to me why it wasn't just a guy getting mauled by a bear and yeah. that was the night. So so shouldn't like so shouldn't the video game awards like look at Telltale, what happened with them? Mm-hmm. So when the video games awards come by, shouldn't we be recognizing the creators and giving them their moment of honor for the creations they did? So when Insomniac goes up there this year for Spider-Man. We recognize the, their achievement, their effort, instead of let's play the fucking Spider-Man theme as they're walking up, do 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 do, and then Jeff Keighley sitting there like an asshole, and people are laughing and it's not taken seriously. It's well, aren't they supposed to? They're supposed to bring up like the uh, the the director or some head of the studio to accept yeah, the awards and stuff. Created, yeah, yeah, James Stevenson, yeah. the community head, like whoever, and they come up here, they thank the team. Like give their give the awards their time 
so that the creators get their recognition so, and not this five second after a commercial, after we talk to the Chick Hydrobot yeah. for half an hour <laughs> and then come back to the game of the year, game of the century. I think yeah. the problem is they have too many awards. Well, and make the show longer or get rid of some of the bullshit. Get rid of some of the advertisers. Like, you don't delete. want to make it longer. People already complain about three hours and they, they struggle to fill that time properly. The, to me, the problem comes down to in order to make it a better show, in order to make it taken more seriously, like the way Jeff probably wants, is the awards do have to matter. And it has to feel like the recognition is making a difference and the people making games are held to a high standard because it's like, hey, you're the guys and girls who are making games we play, mm -hmm. which is something that the game industry doesn't really have the way music and movies and stuff do. And so what they need to do, and it's obviously hard, is make the awards feel like they matter to the audience but the problem is, I don't think people would tune into that. So they have to put the candy-coated stuff of world premieres and Schick Hydrobots in it to try to get people in to like the goofy flashiness of it, which is stupid. Like that's part of the stuff that I don't like about well, it. Well, I feel like the world premieres aren't that bad of an idea. It is the addition of yeah. the uh, Gillette paid us X amount of money. We have to have this here now. Yeah. Things like if those get removed new, and then yeah. it's down to awards and occasionally going, Hey, you guys have never seen this before. We're going to show there you, you know, of whatever's happening now. Like that's it. So let me, uh, yeah. let me, I was going to jump on to the, uh, what we think is going to happen there because we had that picture on Twitter of Reggie and, and yeah. Jeff Keeley together and Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> okay. Guy. Sure. Sure, sure. Uh, it's, over, it's overcooked three, obviously. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Because um, so Nintendo is announcing something at the Game Awards. They're announcing something. Yeah, Gee, they're yeah, announcing. Yeah, what is yeah. it going to be? I'm not saying. Yeah, Nathan. Metroid Prime. Saying. Let's go. Yeah. I, I would yeah. like to see that Metroid, Metroid Prime, Prime Pinball. Oh, man. <laughs> I would like to see I, I'd be Prime down for Metroid Prime Pinball, actually. Metroid give, Prime give Metroid Federation Pinball. Force HD. Oh, heck uh, yeah, man. <laughs> down for that, too. Let's do it. So it could be a, it could be just all first-party stuff. It could be a third-party thing. Um, last year, it was all first-party stuff. It was DLC, right? And then we had Bayonetta 1 and 2 and then Bayonetta 3. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Bayonetta 1 and 2 and the Bayonetta 3 were all new announcements. We already knew DLC was coming, but they had like the bike and then they set out tonight. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about this video game awards show uh, with Nintendo doing an obvious... They're, they're obviously hyping up the game awards with Jeff Keighley by putting Reggie in the picture to say, hey, remember last year? This year's coming up December 6th. Day before Smash comes out, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh. They, they could have a Smash reveal. They could have a third party something. I, I mean... It would be weird to reveal a new character the day before the game comes out. I mean, maybe that's what they're going to do. Well, let's be real. We're talking about the T-shirt. That's the thing that everyone's excited about is the T-shirt that Reggie's wearing. And I have thought about this like crazy. And everyone's everyone's got opinions. And I know the Metroid pin from VGX in 2013. It's, it's a good point. I discussed it on my video today. There was a pin on Reggie's jacket and everyone thought Metroid and then it never happened and that didn't mean anything. Right. And that is true. And the t-shirt might be the same thing. It totally might. But I am totally willing to be irresponsible and ride this hype train because I feel like this is totally done on purpose. It, I, it's just so clear to me that it was done on purpose because if you think about, think about like setting up that picture if Reggie was just wearing that shirt by coincidence that day, which could be the case, if he was wearing it by coincidence, I don't think that Nintendo and Jeff Keighley are like not smart enough to realize that if that was visible in the picture and they weren't bringing Metroid, that people wouldn't react to it. Right. I, I feel like I feel like a bitter a bigger sign wouldn't have been 
oh, let's make sure that the shirt is visible so people know we're bringing Metroid. I think it would have been more, okay, we better hide your shirt, Reggie, because we don't want people to think we're bringing Metroid when we're not. Mm -hmm. I think Nintendo would have known that. And so there is no way that that shirt wasn't there by accident. Like, I just know that it was a choice. So that's my, that's my feeling. Mm, okay. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a good place to do any something Metroid because he, he just had the, you know, the symbol doesn't necessarily be prime four. It could be the trilogy, but generally yeah. these are watched by an American audience for the most part. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's in the time slot and everything. It's obviously with the sponsors and everything. It's geared towards that. And Metroid sells best in America. So. It does. And also has, I discussed this on my video today as well. I also think Metroid prime, when you think about a Nintendo game, I think it just plays to the video game awards audience pretty well. I just think it's that kind of game uh -huh. and series. So whatever yeah. they're doing, I mean, it might not happen. Obviously it could be, it could be nothing, but I feel like it means something. Rob is a very big Metroid fan. If you guys could. Yes, know. I sure <laughs> am. So. I didn't notice. <laughs> uh, so breaking news. Does everyone think that there will be something Metroid related there? Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I would be too late for Smash. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They could announce a Smash character as DLC there. Yeah. Because mm. the Before press they... will have the game. It'll be it'll be embargo will be out by then, probably. They could, but it they, would they kind could of... feel annoying, right? The day before the game comes yeah. out. A lot of people yeah, hate that like with Call of Duty when they're just like new maps coming after release. And everyone's like, oh, oh, they, they did, the... did you say Soul Calibur they, they... 6 with the beta character in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full the full DLC character in the beta. I'm like what? Yeah, and people finding oh, out that the DLC yeah. characters in Street Fighter were on disc for Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah. Everyone hate mm, everyone hates a big mistake. Yeah, they did do that though with with uh, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS. They're like, oh yeah, we're doing Mewtwo, you know, but it's, oh, it's not ready. It's, people are pointing that out. Come yeah, out later. Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Yeah, they, they did. They I mean, did they did it. Which, which everyone loved. There was like, oh, Mewtwo's coming back. Great, <laughs> you know, like which, which everyone loved. And Here's my thing with to Smash. Buy with oh, my with Smash Ultimate though, I look at that game and I'm like, man, they put a ton of content in that game already. Like. I wonder if that would have a different reaction just because people realize there's probably going to be 70 something characters already in it. Nah, it wouldn't. There's Nintendo fans. They'll love mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, they, no, I mean, I mean, like, we'll have a reaction of because I think people complain about Mewtwo even. Would it have a reaction of, yeah, there's already a lot of content here as well. I'll just, well, you know, when it comes Mewtwo out, was that weird way. because you could get Mewtwo if what, like, if you had a 3DS version and the Wii U version, you got like yeah, a code or something. Or you, or you had a weight. Like if a month got, or two if later, both of them, hmm. if you bought both of them, you got him for free. If yeah. you got both of the games, if you just got one, it was like five dollars or whatever. Yeah, then you have to pay the normal price if you only bought one of the games. But if you bought both, which was just because the systems, it's pretty much what the Switch is at this point. Why it's so much better is because the only reason why you got both was because to play Smash Brothers for the first time ever anywhere that you want, like portably, you know, from a dedicated yeah. Nintendo system. I'm, so. I'm, curi I'm curious about this because characters in fighting games, from what I understand, are usually pretty hard to develop and balance and everything. Um, and could, could you compare that kind of DLC, like a character DLC, to like... Spider-Man's DLC, for example, that was uh, announced before the game came out. Like, is that like that seems OK with a lot of people now, despite because the game came out and it's good. Uh, well, that happened with Zelda, too. You know, yeah. we knew about the DLC before the game came people, out. But people did backlash against that. But then the game they came did, out yeah. and, and people played it and they were like, all right, this is a pretty big game. Uh, like similar to Spider-Man. People play Spider-Man like eh, it's pretty good. People. 
people even backlashed against Xenoblade Chronicles 2 expansion pass. And then they before they even knew like what was upcoming for it. And now that we've got it for $30, they literally gave you everything that they got. It was like, oh, okay, it was pretty good. So people will always backlash. There'll always be some backlash with DLC just because people love to do that. And they will they'll literally look, they'll have tunnel vision and not realize that the game right in front of them will give them a hundred something hours, yet they're complaining about something they don't know about. So I mean, people will always do that. So I, I think in, at the end of the day, it'll be it'll be okay because when you get the game, like, oh crap, look at all this stuff. I want to get the dlc i'll get it if not whatever you know mm. okay okay yeah it's it, it'll be interesting to see but the game awards december 6th i think a lot of people now are definitely gonna be watching because it's pretty clear they're teasing something and jeff has to hype up his show so mm-hmm. he's been getting i mean he's been getting bigger announcements as, we, as we've gone along so yeah. we'll see we'll see what he does there maybe he'll maybe he'll get to show the release date for death stranding maybe i don't know or the, <laughs> the gameplay of it uh, we saw game. game play. Yeah, the, the last was, thing was, was gameplay. Yeah, he was delivering a package and then <laughs> attacked by like dead babies and demons. Oh, or man. I don't think they're going to give us a release date until the PlayStation Six is announced. Oh man, maybe he'll have like some kind of debut for Final Fantasy VII Remake or something. For that would be yeah. huge. I mean, Dragon Quest Eleven's out. Kingdom Hearts will be out in January. Oh man, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. <laughs> uh man, I don't know. It's gonna be fun though. I think everyone's gonna be watching and uh it'll be a good time. As long as, uh, Sean, if it's bad though, you know, you you gotta get on your channel and yell about it. Oh, I'm I'm sure <laughs> I gotta I gotta see that. <laughs> I especially if they have like a Schick Hydrobot like alternative. I gotta I gotta see that. <laughs> They'll have something. I'm let me sure. go th- let me go through the super chats here, then we have a Discord question, and then we should be uh good to go uh brian says uh his 200 gigabyte micro sd card came in the mail today it's good my 400 gig sd card came in the mail yes two days ago two days ago they actually have one day shipping on that deal too it was marked down to 100 bucks and they had one day shipping amazon actually came through um did anyone else take advantage of any of those deals for sd cards no no i think my tires replaced <laughs> i'm like hearing I, that there's going to be like 400 for like 60 bucks at black friday so i got I, I, oh I yeah off Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the 400 gig. Well, and I, got another... I got a buddy that works at Best Buy. Oh, got, so, the, got the inside details. I got nice, the little nice. bit on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got the uh, yeah, I got the 400 gig, and then I got a 128 for the an extra one for the camera, also. But now I don't have to ever delete anything off my Switch. Actually, no, I probably will because I'll probably fill. <laughs> I probably have that filled up by the end of the year, to be honest. Um, I started downloading everything, and it was like you have like less than 100 gigabytes free now on the 400 gig card. I'm like, oh, good. When's that terabyte card coming? Um. Just Harris says, shout out to Volshock, a Twitch streamer who will be on speed gaming for a Mario Odyssey speed run for the California Fire Relief Charity. So check out Volshock on Twitch. Uh, Art Attack says, best stream to watch. Glad to see Matt. Thank you. Good to see you as well. (laughs) Uh, Joseph says, everyone liked the video. Well, it's too late. You couldn't sabotage the stream in time. Mm Mm-hmm. So we, we only got 371 likes, so everything's in order. 1,500 people watching. Good, good. So we got, if we got like, we got like 600, we had like 600 likes, Sean would have to shave on, on a video coming up or something crazy. So I, sh- I shaved. I trimmed it up. I was, allu- I was alluding to a video you have coming up. See, so you, oh. were, you were going to do it anyway. So yeah. I was tra- okay. All right, never mind. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> He'll catch up eventually. It'll be fine. Yeah. He's on very little diet, Dr. Pepper, right now. He's gone all water. Yeah, Sean, I've noticed. I have, not, I have not heard a I have not heard a can fizz open at all here. I, What's I going on? Have, I only have an open two liter right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta work. Just, just a two liter, guys. 
No, but, it's it's lasted me like two days now. Wow. Whoa. Uh, really? Are you are you cutting back on the Dr. Pepper? Yeah, a little wow, bit. Okay. 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 Get that get that gym membership, man. I'll, I'll, you can you can go with okay. it. Ba baby steps. Baby okay. Steps. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Eric says, "Have OJ stomp on everyone in Smash for charity." Think of the children. I think he could. Uh, I I've not played Smash in quite a while, so uh, I played Smash a, a little bit on the Wii U, but I think the last time I really played it was on the Wii. So it's been a while. Yeah. Same. And that was apparently like the worst one. So there you go. <laughs> um. I, I think I also really got into the the melee and then uh, the sixty the sixty four one I was pretty old, pretty young and it was just like the new hot thing on mm -hmm. the market. So uh, JP twenty eight says we're all getting a little older these days. Do you find new systems come out too fast now, or you still like bring it? I want a new system every other year now. Um, I oh, I do. Yeah, slow down, hold up. I I want a system every five years. That's me. Um, yeah. I I actually am used to the five year cycle from back in the day and. When I had the original Xbox, that 360 came out four years later. I don't think I think people forget about that. Um, I, think, so. I, I, I think that's a pretty good question, actually. Like, and like John, I kind of do agree with you. I think five years sounds the best because you know I'm also old, so I remember when that's how consoles were. But I think about how the seventh generation lasted as long as it did, and I actually kind of liked that too because really? the games we were getting seven, eight years into the mm -hmm. Xbox 360 and PS, it was pretty sweet. So yeah. I didn't mind that. Yeah, they push their systems pretty far. What about everyone I've else? Carrying, I've stopped caring at this point. Just whatever the hell happens, happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta buy the shit anyway, so. Whatever. Yeah, I, like, I literally stopped caring. I don't give a damn if they release a new one or not at this point. I want, I want, a, switch. <laughs> I want, a, I want a Switch Pro next year. I want the Scarlet next year, and I want the PS5 next year. <laughs> hey, that's, that, that's great. Then, that, then if it happens, it happens. I want the 4DS next year, too. Bring them all. Yep. <laughs> Bring huh. every system. I don't know. Does, that, does everyone want? The, do people want these generations to last longer? Like, was everyone happy with that seventh generation? I was. I, yeah, I, I want to see the generations last longer because look at the PS3. We got a trilogy of Uncharted games, and we got The Last of Us. And on the PS4, we have Uncharted 4, a expansion pack for Uncharted 4, and we might get The Last of Us too. Yeah, that's that just seems like the generation feels short when you're only getting half the games that the same companies were putting out a generation ago. One God of War too. There's not going to be another like real like God of War on the yeah, PS3. No yeah, that's one God of War yeah. on the PS3. We got God of War three, God of War Ascension. Then we got the Then we got the originals remastered with the HD ports. And this one, we're just going to get the first God of War. Uh, this new God of War. Yeah. Gonna, we got Thanks. one. God, from God, of, God of War three remaster was on there, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. But it, it feels like I mean, look at Microsoft. They could barely put out games this entire generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. Three, baby, it's common. It's common. And I, I mean, the Xbox 360, they were awesome. They put out new IPs. They had so many exclusives, and the Xbox One, you're just like, you're gonna get a Forza every year, and maybe a Halo and a Gears every that's other because, year. That's because the, you could tell they discovered games as a service with the Xbox One, and they were like, let's do that. Now, then they then they spent a lot of R and D on the Xbox One X. And they just stopped making games for a little while there. Well, and that's that's kind of an interesting point, too, because if you think about it, the shorter a generation is, the sooner after launch, the the manufacturer and all of the companies and developers have to move to the next console behind the scenes. So mm. you limit you limit your resources kind of, you know. But like when when a console comes out and if it has full backwards compatibility, it doesn't feel as bad then. Oh, mm. totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm looking at with the Xbox. Like, I don't know. I assume the PlayStation 5 is gonna have to be backwards compatible with the ps4 but it won't be with the ps3 still 
Mm-hmm. And the next Xbox will come out and it'll be backwards compatible with like everything. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gendoki Cruz says uh, Goombat and Toadette are real. Et is the girl version. So I guess everyone's just putting et on the end of everything now. Oh, actually, <laughs> that's the next comment. Blue Bolt says Spawn et, Rob et, RGT et, Player Essence et. And I guess just everyone just has an et on the end of the name here. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Blue Bolt. <laughs> uh, Time to uh, change the name of my channel. Oh, this will be a good one. Steven Garner says thoughts on Castlevania only on PlayStation and not Switch. Patience. 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 Castlevania will make its Switch debut in the future. I do want to say one quick thing with that. Um, A lot of people think that Sony somehow has the rights to Castlevania, like Symphony of the Night and uh, Rondo of Blood, and they don't. They own the emulation of those games because there are exclusive features for that. They did it in-house with their in-house studio. I think it's the same team that did Borderlands 2 for the PS Vita. Um, I think it's the same Sony in-house porting team. The the word word is... Allegedly, it's using the, the PSP versions that are being emulated. You want to play Symphony yeah. of the Night? You can play. You can play it on Xbox One right now. You can just go download it. it, yeah. it exactly. Some people are thinking that. Oh well, now Sony's going to have these games exclusive. It's not going to, and that's not. That's just not the case. So, Patawans. Okay, yeah. So something Castlevania is coming to the Switch, but do you guys think it's the same thing, or do you think it's a different collection of games? Uh, different. I hope it's a different games. collection. It's a collection. Um. Oh god. <laughs> go. I would think it's let me I get that post going over here on this forum, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just say Castlevania something is coming to Switch. Let's leave it at that. Uh hopefully it's this year. Before or after Smash. At this point, it's gonna be after. Uh, mm, too bad. Yeah, I'm gonna be pick up I'm gonna get the PS4 version. I wonder oh, yeah. if it's gonna kick off next like like maybe it'll be a January thing. Could be. Mm, well, we already talked about what's happening at the end of February. I mean, I mean, yeah. uh, in the next Kingdom Hearts, I, I feel like it's yeah. just gonna be. I'm gonna be so busy right away. Well, February is <laughs> gonna be rough, man. Right there at the end, one one day, like four big games drop. Mm. Yeah. Also, Resident Evil is in January. Like quarter one is kind of the apocalypse yeah. of games. Yeah, yeah, it's so awesome too, though. It is. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. Then we get it. Then we get into <laughs> March, and you have uh, what you call something it? Is in, Shatter, something is in Shatter, March. Die twice and Devil May Cry five. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So you have uh Kingdom Hearts or Resident Evil and then Kingdom Hearts, I think. They're within a week of each other. Yeah. Then we jump into February, have uh Metro, uh Crackdown. We'll see Metro. how well Crackdown does. Yeah, yeah Metro re- Metro's there, Crackdown. Um, what was I just, oh, yeah. I just Anthem is there. Uh one more. What was what else was there? Something else is I'm there. Trying to buy a house, man. I can't buy all these the video 22nd. games. Twenty second has a lot of games coming out. And then we go into March and more, and that's just what we know about now. There'll probably be other games announced too. So I'm looking for a fire every... release date. I'm looking for a Damon X Machina release date. Yes. Yes, yes. And it'll be completed. Yes, I'm I'm buying everything. Give me all these games. I'm actually except crackdown. <laughs> that's on Game Pass. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy Xbox One. What game. do you think I am buying Xbox One first party games? What do you think this is? Uh, uh, the Castlevania collection physical though, like it, it's kind of frustrating that it's just digital. Oh, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, that, that's a good that's point. Been physical, like it should have. They should have made a a physical copy. Yeah, I would have probably bought it. Yeah, like, I would have probably bought it. If it I would have spent thirty bucks on the PS4 potentially yeah. if it was physical. But yeah. since it's digital, I'm just like. 
Screw it. They could have done some cool stuff with that. They got put like a mini art book in there, and yeah. it, they would sell a lot. Yeah, that's a perfect game to do that with. I'm actually. I feel like they should have probably even just included one through three. Like they're just such. They're like such small files. I don't think like, they would have had to do too much to port those over. Like I, I don't know. Like I just feel like. Don't get me wrong. Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood are two of my favorites out of the entire series, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's Konami, man. They're apparent. They're yeah. probably split. They're probably splitting their titles so up weird. between Nintendo and Sony at this point. So I just hope this means that they're willing to consider bringing over like old Silent Hill games too, even if they just brought that yeah. PS3 HD remaster. I don't care what they did. Just bring Silent Hill over. <laughs> I will buy every remaster they do uh let's see we have uh matthew campos says i uh, love all your channels contact guys please consider nintendo prime and she guy for future spawn casts please okay we will look into them oj you you know nintendo prime of course he's my best friend okay there we go there we go see we're on to it very cool no I'm, i was I'm, he's not no me and me and prime are good we're, we're good friends i've done content with him before uh but no prime's prime's a cool dude okay there we go very good very good uh and that's Everything there. Uh, there was one other two, two questions. The one that oh. was the one that was a too long didn't read that I edited down for. Ah, notes. gotcha. Uh, ne uh, Nef one eight says, "How long do you play a game before you decide it's not for you?" I don't play it if it's not for me. three or four hours. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take it doesn't take very long. Usually, I can figure it out in like one or two sittings if it's like okay. This like if I when I sat down with City Skylines, it took like an hour, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't my kind of game. <laughs> yeah, if uh, I'm not hooked like within the first like three or four hours, like if I've made it past the t the tutorial and like it still is not like you know roping me in or giving me any kind of sense of like oh well, what's gonna happen next? Like I just all right, whatever. I got other backs. I got a long backlog of things I can get mm -hmm. to. Yeah, I don't think it takes long. I think it's most of us. I think it's maybe an hour or two at the most. But it depends um, on the game as well. Like if it's like a huge yeah. game, like mm. you know, I'll be totally <laughs> honest. With you. At, at first, when I was playing uh, Breath of the Wild, I was like, man, these damn weapons break so easy. I was like, this yeah. is getting frustrating. But once I got like ten hours into the game, I was like, oh man, this is a crazy. I think some games that like Persona Five heavily suffers from that because it takes yeah. a bit to get into that kind of game. Oh, I love that game so much. <laughs> Yeah, but like you, you uh, can probably tell like people who are like, I don't like this game, and then you ask them how long they played it, they're like an hour, hour, two uh, hours. Yeah. Like, oh man, you. I always <laughs> say in every Persona game, there's like a ten hour buffer yeah. minimum to like yeah. know if you like it or don't like it because it's just there's so much talking, and then they're giving you the combat, and then they finally let you off to do like free, uh, free time and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I think it depends on the game. Like the last game I did that with, and I don't do it very often, was actually Mario Tennis. Uh, I haven't been that disappointed in like a first party Nintendo game in a long time. It's wow. it's not that it's bad. It's just I it really didn't work for me and within probably two or three hours of gameplay. And I even tried like some with my girlfriend and online and stuff. I was like, I don't know, just doesn't work. And I haven't I haven't put it back in since the first like three days it was out. Hmm. So. Uh, OK, and then we have uh, here we go. Last question here. Mario Maker 2, what content would you guys like to see added to a sequel for it to happen? And what's your best guess as to when it will be announced and released? Metroid. <laughs> what? Metroid level maker? I want a Metroid in the Mario Maker. I want that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh what what would you like? I guess they're asking what, what yeah, what would you add to another Mario Hills. Maker? 
Yeah, hills. Hills. Well, he goes, okay, there's a too long didn't read part of this. He has this massive paragraph of what he would do with it. <laughs> I, I edited that out. But basically, <laughs> he goes to say, like, what would you add in terms of, like, he would add uh, aspects that could be related to, let's say, Paper Mario. Like, mm -hmm. it would just kind of get added into it. It could be used Different as like, a mechanic. Just random yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I. I would remove the new Super Mario Brother art style because it just looks bad. And I would replace it with Paper Mario art style because that looks good in HD. I feel like the more options, the better. I mean, there's probably no reason to remove it. Like, I don't really like the new Super Mario Brothers art style either, but I'm sure a lot of people like it. What if they could bring the aesthetic and idea of the new Yoshi game over to it with the flipping levels? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is, uh, I think that's, I think that's everything. And they should add Bowser. That was it. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. What about Super Mario Two? Yes, like, like that. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. That should absolutely happen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. All right. Let's uh let's go around here so we can finish up. Uh. Let's start with let's start with uh Mr. Matty plays. Thanks for coming on, by the way. Where can they? Where can everybody find you, man? Uh, YouTube.com slash Mr. Matty Plays. Same thing with Twitch. Um, yeah, just lots of Bethesda, lots of open world stuff, Assassin's Creed review, uh, Fallout 76 content up the ass soon. So, yeah. That's yeah, we're get, getting the, the home stretch for that game to come out. So. Yeah, it should be interesting. I don't know if fun would be the right word, but it's going to be interesting. <laughs> cool. Okay. Okay, very good. And then we got uh, OJ. Where can they find you, man? It's right here on YouTube, uh, really trying to bust it on Torna, so I'll get that done. I do a lot of live streaming, a lot of Q&As, uh, live interaction with the fans. So um, if you're looking to kind of hop into something like that, uh, live streams pretty much every day, Monday Monday through Sunday. Uh, we also have a Monster Hunter Generations giveaway that we're doing as well. So Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on the Nintendo Switch, so I'll put that there. So if you want to check out my channel, do a lot of Nintendo, anime, gaming, uh, news, Japanese RPGs, all that stuff. So check it out. I'm right here, Claris. Yeah. Then uh, Rax. Rax, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me at youtube.com forward slash Rax the Great. That's R A X uh, the Great. Um, I do a lot of live streaming just like OJ. Um, I got some more stuff in the works that I'm trying to iron some kinks out of. So um, I'm also doing a uh, $20 eShop giveaway on my channel. So I'll, can I drop a link for that in the? So, yeah, you should go nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh wait, that's not. <laughs> that's something. Who knows what that is? Uh, 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 link just got pasted. In that, the chat. that, yeah, uh, that was. The hell that is that? The, it's a half controller, control half mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I make a lot of mistakes on. Uh, well, well, to be fair, that could have been a lot worse. So. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, there, there was a lot of. I don't ever like look up here. weird stuff online. It was just. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> at least, at least it wasn't Bowser. Yeah. yeah. Dumbass thing that I No, this is this is the correct thing. Okay. Okay. But, yeah. Let me let me jump let me jump over to to Rob. Where can they find you, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Rule of Two Review on YouTube. Rule of the number two, and also on Twitter. I'm super active on Twitter. And uh, yeah, it's just me talking about video games, mostly Nintendo. Uh, kind of like mini podcasts is kind of the way I describe most of my content, about 15, 20 minute videos usually. Just talking about stuff happening, a lot of Metroid content. If Sam is breathed somewhere, I usually <laughs> want to talk about it. So, yeah. All right. Very cool. And then, uh, Sean, of course. Yo, um, you can find me at RGT85. Thank you guys for the past two weeks. It's been absolute fucking madness on the channel. Like, 
well, really the month of September has been like my best month ever, like over 2 million views, over 10,000 new subscribers. So I am doing a um, $100 eShop gift card giveaway, not the steel racks of shine. You can enter both. <laughs> um, so enter that contest there. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's free. You, you, you ever get that bookcase set up? Fuck no. Oh man, dude. I got a bookcase the other day and I set it up in like half an hour. I got a, I got a street, <laughs> I got, I bought one of those arcade one up tabs. <laughs> The Street Fighter one. I'm gonna try my hand at it. Wait, did they already send it to you? No, I gotta wait. When when is it? When does it come out? Like October 16th, I think. Maybe they'll get them. In, I wonder if they'll get them at the Walmart store over here. Maybe I'll go buy one. I hear that they're locked at the register, though. No, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, maybe I'll just go buy one the day it comes out. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just got it from GameStop because I could use PayPal, and I had a couple bucks on GameStop. Uh, okay, cool. And then what about uh, what about Nate? Nate, where can they find you, man? They can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube channel where I am always posting direct feed footage of upcoming or recently released Switch games, PS4 or Xbox One. And I also compare docked and undocked Switch games. So if you want to see how games like Dragon Ball Fighters handles in handheld mode, you'll find direct feed handheld footage there. And the people who think I am overly negative, I don't do any commentary. Or podcast, so you don't have to listen to my opinions on my YouTube channel at all. You should do commentary. Just say how much you hate every game you, yeah. you look at. Like, this <laughs> game is awesome, and I fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryu Cage, anyone play Dragalia Lost? I have not. Anyone else played it? not. N Nintendo invited me to play it early, but I couldn't make it to their office fast uh, enough. I, 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 I want to check it out. Yeah. I, 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 only, I don't really play a ton of cell phone games, so... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll see... What people think of it uh, as you go along. I, I guess that's it. Um, I didn't have anyone set up for a raid, so I don't know if there's anyone out there that you guys had off the top of your head. Mm. Uh, not a big deal if not, but um, you know, if you have someone, I can hang out for a, a little bit. I, I, I got it. I got one. Okay. Uh, Andrew Boy Mercury's playing. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. No, I mean we could do yours, but Andrew's yeah, yeah. just what, letting you know. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, what uh, who'd you say, OJ? Jesse Mercury's streaming a Mario Super Mario Maker. Oh, Super Mario Maker is fun to watch. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah you want to you want to drop that I'll in? Drop there? it in the chat. That'll work. That'll work. Cool. So OJ, I'll drop the uh, link in there, guys. If you want to go say hi, give them a like and everything, and tell uh, them uh, tell them tell them Spawn Wave, the Spawn Cast sent them, and that's gonna do it for uh, tonight episode. Was it seventy eight, Evan? Yep, seventy eight. Seventy eight. All right. The uh, the path to one hundred getting there. Not too far Creeping off. Creeping yeah, man. Up. Cool. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> outro <What's> that? derail. <laughs> oh man. Okay, that's oh, that's, that's good. good. That's gonna do it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for stopping by, and we'll see you guys next weekend, 9 p.m. Eastern time.